Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Frank Kirk, Joel Smith, and Fathers Everywhere. Thank Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. This week, we will be covering many meetings as a part of our journey through Middle-earth, uh, we're in the house of Elrond. Um, we're meeting new people, singing songs, and we're getting a very uh, well-deserved rest. I, I feel pretty comfy. I'm actually wearing sweatpants right now, and I feel like I'm well-rested, as I feel really good tonight. Yeah, I feel really good tonight, too. And it's also like, again, we talked about how these uh, yeah. episodes parallel. Yep, stealing my mouth. Am I stealing my words? <laughs> my, Not my mouth. I'll take your mouth. Yeah, Easy, son. So, but you know, it, it like we've had a situation in the last couple of weeks, like a many meetings type of experience, you know, me talking to, uh, to your father, mm-hmm. you talking to my father, mm-hmm. you know, um, just got really emotional. We thought we were going to start this episode just bawling our eyes out yeah. today. We did um, in the kitchen. We were we shed tears crying in the, in the kitchen. kitchen. Yep. Um, crying in the kitchen. That's a podcast name. That's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, it's, it just is what it is. I mean, like these gatherings meeting old friends coming mm-hmm. together everybody's safe and and we're okay in the house of elrond that's right we're reconnecting you know? we're we're seeing people that we haven't seen for a long time that we thought we may never see again right right and it's a it's a it's a relief it's a joyous joyous occasion we we, we did kind of meet diving into uh you want to get into quick council here yeah let's dive into I it i mean we kind of met someone yesterday does it even feel like it really happened des no this is this is part of what's what's so emotional right now for me, yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it was so emotional seeing Billy Boyd, 
We met. It, here's the okay, and here's what I keep saying. I know it sounds weird. We met Pippin. Right. It didn't feel when we were when we were sitting there or standing there talking to Billy Boyd. Yeah. In an autograph line, right? right. That, that anybody could go through. Yeah. It didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was talking to Pippin. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was talking to a movie star. I didn't feel like I was talking to a celebrity. Yeah. I felt like I was talking to my old friend Billy. That's that's yeah. how this man makes you feel. Right. And and it was I just want to briefly mention a few things about this. I mean, we did, there is a, an initial, um, well actually up, up pre-meeting, like before Lane went in, it's, he's, he's sweating and it's, he's almost passed out on me. And, uh, you know, Dude, I thought my, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack for a second. No joke. My, my heart was beating. So I know so hard in a bad way. Yeah, it was <laughs> real bad. Yeah. You were, you were like, I need to change my pants. And I thought you were being serious because of all from sweat. It was crazy. I was so sweaty. But anyways, so there's an initial um, sort of reaction to right afterwards we sit down and talk about about what happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if I, if I said this. It's on Patreon.com uh, forward slash Tolkien. And, um, you know, it's free. Anybody can go listen mm-hmm. to it. You don't have to pay for it. It's just something you guys can go check out and things. Um, you know, the night before, I was doing what you were doing. I was walking back and forth like, oh, my gosh, there he is. You know, and everybody who walked away from him was like smiling, having a happy. good time, ha- mm-hmm. very happy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but then there were times where like there was no one at his booth and he was just, he was just there mm-hmm. talking with the assistants, very chill, mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, like really in control of his own life and, and stuff. And it just made me feel so good. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Um, so, so anyways, you guys should definitely go check out that little reaction that, that we had there. Um, I think the piece that we want to mention today is that. He unexpectedly yeah. signed something for all of you guys. Yes, he did. I mean, we the whole did, we did not ask him to do that. No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. And that was just further evidence of his graciousness, his kindness. I mean, honestly, he was always the funniest Hobbit. Yeah, but now he's my favorite Hobbit. As, oh, he's like without a doubt, without I, a doubt. Today, listening to this chapter and reading through it, I looked at it very differently. Mm-hmm. Again, I mm-hmm. thought, I thought more. It's weird because like we got to have an this connect, we get to see who he was, mm-hmm. you know, he, I mean, I, I get that he's at a comic con and, and different things or whatever, but like we had some downtime. There was no one behind us. Mm-hmm. We probably talked to him for 15 to 20 minutes. It, it felt like it 15 did. or 20 minutes. Uh, it, it was, it was, a, it was 10 to 15 minutes, man. Yeah. Okay. And it was just, it was like conversation. That's what he did. That's just what he did. I know. I, like uh, I, so I was not, I was definitely not myself before I was fan fanboying in that, in that line. I was sweating. My hands were cold and then we got up there, yeah, and we just started talking to him, and it, he he put you at such ease. He made you feel like an old friend, yeah, and he just brought out the best in you. I mean, the guy—I can't say it enough. The man's amazing. Well, he's amazing. I, the, here's the thing: I've met other celebrities, sure. and, and different people, and, and things like that. I've actually done that quite a bit. I've I've honest I've honestly never met someone who like just made you feel more at ease as quickly as he did, mm-hmm. yeah. and who was authentic, yeah, and actually felt like he was just. Just a unique, you, you, you had a connection to like a, a good soul. Yes. Like a really good soul. And I, I don't know. It, it, I, didn't it feel like you were reconnecting with an old friend? I'm telling you. It felt you, like we were in Rivendell. Well, what, what, what took it to the next level was when he actually um, started asking questions about us and, and your yeah. daughter and then, yeah. then gave us some fatherly advice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said, any advice you can give to a new, from a father who's been a father for a while to a new father. Yeah. I said, is that weird to ask? He was like, no, old man, it's great. I like right. it. Right. Yeah, sure. Let me think about it. And he gave us something that, yeah. Like I've heard from people I love and trust. Yeah. Uh, something I, I've already 
thought about that I want to aim and he just reconfirmed it and he put it yeah. in such a way that was I mean it's just me and the whole thing was kind of unexpected too right you had gone we we weren't planning on going together so yeah. let me tell you about how amazing of a friend Ezra Kirk is you, you can't find a better friend than Ezra Kirk you guys know that because I mean we're your friends too he's your friend too um, I love you guys so I I wasn't able to go as went Saturday it was a three-day thing like all right. these comic cons uh, he was there to see the 501st he went Saturday. I wasn't able to go. I think we talked about wanting to go, and it yeah, just didn't. Yeah. I was like, I don't know about the money. It wasn't going to be able to work right, out. Right. He sends me a picture of a signed, uh, I mean, a signed picture uh, of Billy Boyd that says Ezra mm-hmm. and Lane. Yeah. And, yeah. That is something you do not have to do. <laughs> I, and and I, 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 no, like, I honestly, do I don't it. think. I'm selfless enough of a person to have done that too, or inclusive enough person to do what you did. It meant the world to me. And it, I, and I, and, and then you told, told the story about going back and giving him a pop socket and yeah, saying, yeah. Hey, if you ever want to come on, um, our book club and share yeah. stories, right. people would freak out. We'd love it. Here's love our information. It. Yeah. And then that inspired me. I'm like, you know what? I was like, as he's going to be there tomorrow. You were like, Laney's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, okay. We're gonna we're gonna go meet him together. We're right. gonna go meet him together, and it was just the most amazing experience. And yes, he did something very unexpected. We we went through with um we paid for an autograph, and I was like, as I, you were like, hey, he might he might um he might sign more than one thing. And I'm like, I'm, and it was right before I left. I'm like, what can I grab? What can I grab? I was like, I gotta grab my book. Right. I gotta yeah. grab my book. This is what we're reading from. I, I read from the same book. I underline it. It this is annotate this is, it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Bible right now. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta bring this. So I, I grabbed it before I left. Um, we get there. We we give the autograph ticket. And I said, now look. I I said I have my book, and and could we also have him sign a picture and my book? Right. And she goes, if you give us sixty more bucks, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I said, that's and fine. Again, that's not him, by the way, guys. No, no, no. That's someone working there, an assistant. And, and I understand like that. that. I was not I was not surprised yeah, by that. Yeah. I expected that. I was like, that's right. okay. I said, you know what? I'm just going to get my book signed. Thank you. I just wanted to ask out right, of curiosity. Right. She said, no problem. We go through, and and I was like, hey, I said, um, I, said I did bring something for you to sign. We thanked him for the yeah, picture. I said, yeah. I had to come all this way. Just thank you, man. I appreciate it. Right. I said, you know, I've got the best friend in the world here. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we gave him a, a drawing that I did. Yeah of, yeah. of him as Pippin. Yeah. And then I said, you know, here's my book. Would you mind? Would you mind signing it? He said, oh, great. Yeah, no problem. And then we'd already talked about Winnie. And I said, can you make it out to my wife and my daughter? Yeah. And so he, he signed my book for my girls. Yeah. And, you know, we kept talking. It was great. Yeah. yeah we, and, we, and we told him about you guys. And yeah. he was so blown away by you guys. He goes, uh, give me a second. He went down, grabbed right. a picture, came back. He said, what do you call yourselves? Like, what, what are they, you know, who'd I, who'd I make it to? Right. And we were like, uh. I like freaked out for a second. Yeah. I was like, um, I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, oh, no, no, do, 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 do we upset him or something? Yeah, he's telling us this. Get these guys out of here. Like, yeah, throw them out. They're out. Get them out. <laughs> uh, but no, he, he, he grabbed something for you guys, and it was just, he had this, he does this thing, too. I love it. Like, where he sits, and you, he looks down. Or he's off, a very or contemplative off. person. Yes. He's thinking he's all thinking the time. He's thinking, and he's, he's always thinking, and, and I could see it, very his thoughtful. mind working, yeah. and he was like, eh, we're doing this. These yep. guys, this will be for their, for their, you know, for the book club, for the yep. listeners. For the uppers. And so he signs this thing, and, and he, he signed it to the uppers. Yeah. Uh, much love from Ministereth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, so um, it was it was awesome. It, it blew our minds. Yep. Such a kind soul, and and he's a giver. 
You know? Yes, he is. I, I honestly believe that. Like I, I've started to think more about that. And he is a giver. He's someone who gave so much time to everybody who was up there. Yeah. Gave us more than we deserved. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, Just and, with his time alone. I mean. Yeah. 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 Because Amazing. Dude, to be honest with you, some of those people will never meet him again or never, ever, ever, ever see him again. And, and it's meaningful. The stories are meaningful. And he gets yep. that. Yep. And so he made everyone feel like they had a good experience. Yep. Um, because that could be the only experience that they have. And it's just a, they can carry that, that influences the next person and so yeah. on. And uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's, I call it a positive force in the world, Yeah, you know, and that's just what he is. And so yeah. it was, it was epic, man. We love you, Billy. Yeah, like, we, you, we, you we really, really do, made, man. You, you made our days. You made, you made a, a, a lifelong memory. We'll, we'll never forget that. And that's something yeah. cool that we have together too. Right. And then right. it trickles down to my, my beautiful daughter, my beautiful wife. Right. Yeah. That I can, I can pass that on to them. Uh, you know, it trickles and, down a step further because you know, it goes to all of us, um, doesn't it? Jeremiah Allen, Jeremiah yeah. got a pretty good idea. This he, is a, he didn't think he, he was just saying it in jest to quote him. Right. But it's you want to, you want to talk about this? Yeah. So, so the idea was that, you know, he's like, so who, who gets the signed, you know, <laughs> so he you said know. we passed around Stanley cup style. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and we were like, it's not a bad idea. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. You know? And so what we thought would be cool and anybody who's interested, I'm going to create a, um, I have a Google form where you just go on, you put your name, uh, you put your address, you know, and you just say by doing that, you're indicating that you're interested and you would like to be one of the members who this is passed to. And so we send it to the first person. We want them to take a selfie with it. If they're going on vacation for a week. We really want everybody to keep it maybe for five to seven days. Mm-hmm. You know, do something fun with it. Put mm-hmm. it, put, put it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Take a, take a picture. Um, eat second breakfast with it. Eat second breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, tag it or something uh, on Instagram, Twitter, or, or Facebook, wherever, wherever you're at. Um, and then we'll have a list. I'll put that list out there and you can go look and see, okay, I see who's next. You know, so-and-so mm-hmm. is next. Here's their address. So you, you are agreeing to kind of pay a little bit of the shipping cost. And, I mean, you know, um, yeah. it's not much well though, worth I, I wouldn't think, you well know, worth it. Yeah. And so we'll find a way to kind of ship that around to different people. And if the frame breaks or something crazy, don't worry about that. We'll replace it, send it back to Lane and I, and, and, and we'll, we just want to see, you know, how well the fellowship can take care of it and where this thing can go. And then you also, isn't that fun? Oh, dude, it's amazing. Oh, you and wanted to put a map with it, didn't you? I think, yeah, we could do that. I mean, that'd be, I would love to do that. I don't know if, 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 if kind um, of track where it's Yeah, been. if everyone would be down for that. But what we could do is we could like fold up a big um, uh, map of Earth. Yeah. And wherever it is, you can put a little X or heart or something wherever you yeah. are and write your name and maybe yeah. like the date you had it or something. Yeah. Do, or do a you quick know, message. Well, and then we could, that'd be great for us to get back and we could hang right. up you know, wherever we're recording and look at that and just yeah. think about this book club is and where it's is all over Middle Earth, yeah. man. Do you know, uh, I'll have to talk to you more about this, but on the back, I don't know if we could, uh, if there's a way to do something or, or leave messages in it to people as you, yeah. as you, as you go. Yeah. Even if it's inside the frame or something, leave leave different yes. like a notes or note or something. So it's the fl- it's, it's all about the fellowship. It's so it's, cool. It's just a cool idea. And again, and, ideas that you guys had. Yeah, so, so Jeremiah, that uh, I mean... We're calling it the, the Jeremiah Allen Project. Yeah, we're going so with it. It's, it's good. Uh, so we're moving forward with that, with that idea. So yeah. what we'll do is we're going to start it with our patrons because uh, mm-hmm. they've definitely really helped us out and, and been super involved in things. And, and, and that doesn't end there. So we're going to start yeah. there. And it's a sign-up thing. I don't want to send it to somebody who doesn't want it and wants that, oh, here's a task. I have to go do something with it. No, yeah, no it's yeah. no worry. Yeah. You don't have to. Anybody who wants to can sign up. Yep. Um, you know, I'll just send it first to some of the patrons and then whoever's on that list, but boom, we're just going to keep sending it. We're going to go right in order as first come sort of first come first serve to an extent, you know, sure. but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get that rolling for sure. So man, it's exciting. And it's it? exciting. So, all right. So cool. 
All right, guys, let's let's move on. We could talk about that all day. Uh, yeah, that experience. Yeah, we could. Um, oh, one more quick update. Uh, anyone who's interested, I'll make this really brief. Um, uh, merchandise, you know, um, some Elaine's artwork, uh, T-shirts, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a new tier. Become an elf on mm-hmm. on on our Patreon page, and we'll send you um, you know a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, then every six months, I think like June and December, we got some care packages. We've got some other fun stuff in that tier uh, that we're going to be sharing with you guys. So I just had to put that in there. A quick plug, uh, and then. We're done with that. Yeah, so. yeah. We also have some fun goals that we're going to do too. Oh, the goals right? are if we, hilarious. If we, if we reach certain reach, we don't know. can't wait. We talk right now. <laughs> if we reach certain um, goals Level. or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, community. Yeah. It's a community-based yes. goal. As we build the community, right. we'll. Uh, I think one. I think the first one is at thirty patrons. We're going to have an archery and axe throwing contest. Yeah, bring out our inner elf and, and dwarf. Yeah. So that'll be pretty fun. We'll go to a place where we can make it happen. We'll have uh, Goldberry videotape. And yeah. maybe her join in because she'll yeah. probably kick both of our butts. Probably. Um, <laughs> the other ones are great too. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but Ez- yeah, Ezra's yeah. a creator, you know. Yeah. So and we're open to new goals there. So yes. this should be a lot of fun. Yes. Um, all right, guys. I think um, for dropping eaves, since it's uh, you know Father's Day, by the way, mm-hmm. Happy, Father's, Happy Day Father's Day. Thank you there. to all our all our wonderful fathers out there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you know we actually have um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of uh, bypass that this week and we're gonna jump into some some. Um, some chats yep. with our dads, yep. you know, daddy so, chats. Yeah. Um, so the first one we have here, uh, I got the chance to talk to, to, uh, Lane's dad, uh, Joel Smith. And, uh, it, it's a good conversation. As we said in the beginning, the theme here with many meetings, it just, it works out, doesn't it? It's amazing. We're on some Perfect. path that I don't, I don't understand what's happening. It's just, it's, is it fate or fortune? It, it's crazy. I don't know. So, so I got a chance to, I hadn't seen him in a long time and I got a chance to talk to mm-hmm. him and stuff. So, um, Guys, go ahead and take a listen, and then we'll we'll, we'll react to it. Yep. All right, so we have a special guest with us now, and uh, we'd like to ask him a couple questions, just in general. It just uh, we we have this opportunity here to share, um, you know, to get a live um, Tolkien story on the podcast. So we have Mr. Smith, Joel Smith, uh, Lane Smith's father. How's it going? Good. This is really uh, this is a good experience. This is really fun. Yeah, yeah. For me, first time. For, I know, and this is... We, First been, time is always the best, is that what they that's say? That's what they say, right. Yes. That's Is that what she said sometimes? Does she say that? That's what we wish she'd say. Well, there we go. <laughs> I heard you say that earlier. That was awesome. Uh, so... You know, we typically uh, at the at the end of the show we share some some of our just first experiences with like, you know, either the movies or or, or the or the book series. You know, Lord of the I Rings. I get you. See you, you know? coming. Yeah, I saw this yeah. coming. So, okay. um, for me, it was all about Lane. You know, my son. Um, he. And, and it's really funny because you would think that uh, the whole Lord of the Rings thing is very, uh, it's very me. Um, yeah. There's a lot of testosterone in, in the stories, right? Right, yeah. A lot of manhood, a lot of chivalry, a lot of bravery, a lot of brotherhood, camaraderie. Right. You know, right. all that kind of stuff. Right. And so you would think, I was really surprised that I, I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm before Lane got hooked on it. Yeah. And so really for me, it was like, you know, my son <laughs> yeah. uh, turned me on to it. And it was like, it's a treasure trove, obviously, of of stories that are so meaningful and so, yeah, you know, ring so true to so many people across age groups and nationalities. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter where you come from. Um, you can relate to all this stuff. And so, yeah, so it was, it was, it was because of Lane and then um, his passion you know, kind of sort of, and it's funny how, you know, your kids can teach you things, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of parents, I think in parenting, you know, there's a lot of, 
dreams or wishes that you can impart wisdom and, and help guide your children. Right. And a lot of times, I mean, that happens, but a lot of times your children teach you. Mm. And so that's kind of sort of how I feel about, about this. Um, yeah. And I don't think he understands, you know, that yeah. that's what's so, so neat to me is cause he, I think he sees me as his father and, and he's my son Yeah, and he doesn't give himself enough credit for that. But, mm-hmm. you know, but for me in my heart, you know, it's, um, it's just been special for me. So, yeah. 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 I know. I get that. It's almost like you, uh, the, my dad has said to me, you know, and we, we were actually just talking about, uh, the idea that, you know, we, we grow beyond our parents and that we're, you know, sure. Use what he's taught you, I guess. And, 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 you know, it's a mutual kind of, yeah. Thing. And, and, and then, and then there's this responsibility for me to go beyond that and then to, to keep it going, you know, type right. of thing. I don't know. So the legacy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. One more question. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I have one more answer, but no. I'll try. I don't know. Depending um, on how hard the question is. No, <laughs> that no. first one took it out. Of me. I know it's pretty good. No, it's a great, that was a great answer. Cause I think that a lot of like the shared experiences, you know what I mean? Th- th- Cause I have to say my, my dad, same thing. Like he, he's learned some of these, this stuff that I'm into, right. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I was just explaining, uh, we were talking before this, right. That, that I told him what this was like, what it was. He was asking me, you know, I guess you started, he started to understand me and what am I, what sure. am I passionate about? Right. And so that's, that's why I like what you said there. I, I think that's, that's important. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. So, uh, I'm trying to think other, you know, like, did you guys actually attend, uh, did you go, did you go to the movies with Lane? Did yeah, you? we've been to the movies. Um, it was really cool because I don't know when this was, Lane could probably tell you when we went with, a. uh, I went with, <laughs> it's kind of interesting because here's the old dad, old guy going with a bunch of these young kids. Yeah. And I can't remember. It was Lane <laughs> and Jim Nichols. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby Ray. And we, we did a whole day and we did, we watched all, we watched all of them. Oh, you right? did, you did well, like three a, of them. We did the, the, you did the extended edition all yeah, one day. In one day. It was, it was amazing, but it was brutal because that was, that's what, that was a lot of stuff oh, you know, wow. packed in one day, but it was exhausting too, because there's yeah. a lot of emotion, you know, that plays through that. And right. that's the thing about this, this work, you know, the, the mastery or the mm-hmm. brilliance of, of timeless work or art yeah. storytelling. I mean, that's what this, you know, that's what this represents. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, in 200 years, if mankind's still around, this stuff will still be moving people. They'll still be talking about it. They'll still be experiencing it with their children and things like that. And then the other really cool uh, recollection I can, I have is when we took Lane to uh, Howard Shore, we we went to the symphony. Yeah. in Columbus. And we actually heard Howard Shore do it with the orchestra. It was fascinating. Lane can tell you more about that, but that was. You know, we took him and I don't remember how old he was. Um, yeah. 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 Maybe, you know, beginning high school or something. So like they that. were playing the, 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 the yeah, soundtrack, the whole, the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. But, that, 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 that is pretty cool. No, you, you said something that's important. I like, we've talked a lot on this podcast that like these stories, we connect to them, but then we also take them and we tie them to our own lives and then they're individualized. Right. Because right. they, 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 we, we, we embody it or we see it in, in, in our lives or whatever. It's, it's also like passing on, like you said, what you've learned. And then, sure. Um, just those, the lessons that are in them are, are, are really the reason why we do it. It's why we're passionate about it. Why, why we love it. And to hear you say that you've, you know, that connection that you have with Lane, just, it means a lot to me because I, I keep thinking about my dad and I recently going through mm-hmm. this sort of like rediscovering, you know, what are you passionate about? What are you into? It's and 
Well, and just think about what you did for him. You know, you showed a, a, a part of yourself to him that if you guys weren't able to talk, you know, some, yeah. I mean, some children and fathers aren't able to, to talk. No. And I mean, yeah. you, you actually had a dialogue and you, you have that kind of relationship that, that allowed you to show him a part of you. Right. That again, that you said you're passionate about, you care about. And then he was, he was able to see that and say like, well, you know, that's really awesome. My it, son, you know, he's, yeah. this is cool. You right. Know? It, it, it is. I mean, it was, it was nice for me to like to, cause I had kind of like hidden this. I mean, it, this happens sometimes, I guess. And like, and I had really hadn't told dad a lot about this or whatever. Sometimes and I, we compartmentalize and things. The, and Lane and I were talking right. about that just a little bit, like how you kind of, you know, it's just, we, we decided when we did this podcast, like just let it all out, you know, whatever, you mm-hmm. know, be who you are and, and grow in confidence. And it's our parents who have kind of given us that, you know, have, have raised us that way. Like you should be confident. You should be proud of who you are. You know, we right. are proud of you. And it's, it's like nice to hear that, you know, yeah. it just, I don't know. So, cool. But yeah. I think that's going to be about, about it for me as, okay. um, thanks for letting me say a few yeah. words and you guys, I really love you and, and, and you're doing an amazing job. Um, this whole thing is, uh, you know, who knows where it can go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you're going to determine where it goes. Yeah. Um, because you know, just as long as you want to invest yourself in it, yeah. you know, it'll bear fruit. So yeah. just have a great night. Hey, love well, you guys. Yeah. And we love you too. We take appreciate care. it. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And he always has good insights and good thoughts, you know, um, I don't know, like I, about life. And he's just, he, he's amazing. Sounds a lot like you, by the way. We I, we will pick up, I'll pick up the phone now and I can pretend to be him. It's great. Like people don't know if they're talking to me or him. We have very similar voice. I, I love my dad. Uh, my mom, and my dad are the two heroes of my life for different reasons. Um, they both have shown me, uh, uh, show me a path that I want to take. They have, um, set an example of who I want to be. I've always said, if I, if I'm half the father, my dad is, mm-hmm. um, and I die that way, right. If I can die half the, half the father, my dad was half the, half the man he is. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be, I'll be very, very happy. I'll be very satisfied yeah. with that. So, yeah. um, you know, I could go on forever, forever about him, but I love my, love my dad. I love you, mom, both yeah. of you. Um, you know, you, you, I have the, the only parents I could ever have that could ever raise me. Uh, I've been given. Yeah. So, um, and it's cool. I love seeing, actually, Ezra reminds me a lot of my dad. He'll do stuff that just, it's uncanny. I don't know why. It makes no sense, but they have similar personality traits and in the way they interact with me. You know, it's kind of funny. They'll, they'll, they have ways of, of, of building me up when I don't expect it and then knocking me down when I do expect it. So it's, but it's a good thing. It keeps me in check, but it keeps me, it keeps me driven. So, um, yeah, uh, so it That's was good. cool to have, and it, cool to have you guys reconnect as well. So yeah, it wasn't. Speaking of reconnecting, yeah, I haven't seen your dad in years. I know, I haven't yeah. talked to him in right. forever. Right. And we just got off the phone with your dad. Yeah, I know. So I got to talk to him. <laughs> I w- I was actually pretty nervous because I haven't spoken with him for so long, and I'm like, does yeah. he even remember who I am? Oh yeah, like I- I'm not an important person. So oh, for, no, you are. Yeah. For, your, for your dad to remember me and for to be able to talk to him was yeah. was an honor too. Well, so. and I was, I'll say too, you know, my dad uh, when when I told him about this, he was so nervous. He was like, I as I don't. He's like, I don't know much about it. You yeah. know, I just I just yeah. have my connection to it through you and stuff. I was, and I was like, don't worry, it, it'll be fine. Ezra, and, there uh, is no small connection to Tolkien. There is no yeah. small connection to, it, to Middle Earth. Right. The, the, all connections are equal, man. I mean, yeah. he, he put stuff so perfectly, yeah. so simply that I was like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You, you, he should take over this podcast. Well, it is. I mean, th- that's the thing, you know, with my dad, just it was very just simple, straightforward answers and stuff, but that's just who he is. And He's so, a hobbit, man. So I love it, you know, yep. but, uh, and then we had to do a little bit of masterful editing, <laughs> uh, to make it all work, but it was, it was a lot of fun and, uh, and I, and I love him. So let's, let's take a listen real quick. Oh, uh, we are here with Mr. Kirk, the father of the incredible Ezra Kirk, the amazing father of the amazing Ezra Kirk. And uh, we're talking to him because, well, this this episode is coming to you on Father's Day. And we wanted to get Mr. Kirk's, um, we want him to share some stories, his connections to Lord of the Rings. So how you doing, Mr. Kirk? I'm doing good. It's excellent to hear your voice. It's been a long time since, since we've talked, and it's really a beautiful thing to hear your voice. Um, well, good to hear you too. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I would like you to tell me a memory from Lord of the Rings that you have. It could be the stories. It could be the movies. Um, it could be tied to as just we want to hear your your connection to Middle Earth. So you can talk as long as you want. I'll ask you questions if you want to, but just I, we want to hear your voice. Okay. Okay. Well, I got uh, started watching it after him and his mom had watched, watched them. Mm-hmm. And then I got involved in watching them, and I really took to it, liked it. Like that, it was a, like a high fantasy adventure. Yes, sir. Yeah. And um, I loved Frodo Baggins. Who doesn't? He's the best, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. And um, just the whole concept of him trying to, uh, you know, save the people of the Middle, Middle Earth people. Yeah, yeah. Destroying the One Ring. Yep. And, and all that it was really neat plus it just it was really just a good show absolutely okay so you are actually people people might not know this you are a pastor so yes. so I'm, I'm imagining there are strong connections between your faith and and what you what you were attracted to in those stories could you talk about that is that true could you talk about that well uh not exactly Okay. Except for you always root for the good guys. That's right. And you always want the good guys to overcome the evil. Exactly. Yes. But um, as far as watching movies and stuff, I always know it's just a movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But that story, that good versus evil, is something that... Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was good. And you always root for the good guy. Absolutely. So, so Frodo's your favorite character. Why is Frodo your favorite? Oh, I guess because of uh, his quest. Mm-hmm. And then all the uh, trials and tribulations, so to speak, he had to go to go through to yes. conquer it. Yeah, he goes through a ton, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Okay, so also, what... and, but one of my one of my favorites too was the elves. Oh, the elves are amazing. Why? Why do you like yeah. the elves? Uh, because they were so disciplined. Ah, uh-huh, yes, yes, yeah, they, they are. That's really, right. Yeah. That's beautiful. And, and they seem to be good, uh, good-hearted people, and just real disciplined. Exactly. Yeah, they are. They're they're um, they're elevated, aren't they? They're 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 so um, refined and and true to uh, the the light, the the path to light, aren't they? Right. Yeah. So, do you also have connections to the Hobbit as well? We talked Lord of the Rings. What about the Hobbit? Yes, I started watching that with Ezra, and I really like that too. Do you, do you, I like the setting in Shrier yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, fantasy or something. I, I, 
oh, yeah. to it. I just thought it was really neat. Oh yeah. Do you have a preference? If you if you if I gave you a choice, you got to sit down and watch Lord of the Rings with Ez, or you got to sit down and watch The Hobbit. Which which are you picking? Uh, they're both good. Can't. It's a it's a toss up. Yeah, I'd say toss up. Toss up. I love that. I love that. Do you have a yeah. do you have like a, a a really strong memory, specific memory tied to watching those films? Um, with Ezra, I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after his mom had surgery and we mm. got out of the hospital, we went to watch uh, The Hobbit. Oh, that's awesome! And it was around Christmas time. Yeah, it was kind of special. We all being together. Yeah, that absolutely would be. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know that she was a lover of all things fantasy, all things sci-fi. That she, that she you know, kind of got Ezra into this world and, and into reading, uh, through, through these stories. Yeah. So that's also a special place. Yeah. Right. I actually didn't know that. Uh, until he told me that's amazing. Uh, Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. I I mean, I knew he read, I read the books and things, but I didn't know that that special connection, uh, you know, right. Yeah. All right, Mr. Kirk. I want to tell you. I want to tell you Happy Father's Day. I want to say thank you for being um, an amazing father, and also for you, you raised two amazing kids. And uh, one of them just has, happens to be one of my best friends in the world. And so um, I hope that you feel special this Father's Day. I hope that you you know that you have been an amazing father to to raise such amazing kids. And uh, thank you for talking with us for a little bit. Oh, well, you're welcome. It's good to talk to you, and I'm real proud of both my children. I love them both. They're amazing, aren't they? They're they're enviable yes, they kids, are. for sure. I hope I do half a good as job as you as a father. Oh, I really well, do. Well, thank you. That's, I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. Well, good luck with everything, and you guys just keep plugging along, okay? We, we will. We will. Okay. You have to come on the show again sometime, all right? Okay. Okay. All right. Care. All right, man. I'll see you later. Uh, okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. There you go. Yep. Uh, so, you know. Frank Kirk, beautiful man. Uh, you know, if, if you guys stay, till, stay tuned to the end, I've got a little bit uh, where we kind of give my dad a little crap for, for. I think that was you as. I was giving him crap, let me tell you. Because, <laughs> like, he was talking to me last night, and I was like, Dad, you're, can you pronounce any of these names? You know, like, I was just kind of laughing with him. And he was just like, I don't know, you know. So They're not um, easy names to pronounce. I can't pronounce. You guys know. I mean, listen to me every week, you know. It's I, like I it's all Elvish to me, you know what I mean? So, anyways, but I, I love my dad, and um, yeah, it was yeah, amazing, man. I appreciate you doing that and talking to him. And of stuff course, and, it was an honor. Thank you for letting me. Yeah, Frank, thanks for letting me talk to you, man. Yeah, Mr. Kirk, Mr. So, Kirk. So, happy say. Father's Day to, to all the fathers out yes. there, and and to our dads. We really appreciate them for raising us up, you know, um, in the way that they did and, yep, and stuff. So, very absolutely, proud. absolutely. All right, uh, in other corners of Middle Earth, we have just some poll results right now, uh, and so we're, we're actually recording this. Kind of early. This has only been out a day, but holy cow, guys! In right. in one day, in a little over twenty four hours, we've had seventy eight votes. Unreal. We've gone a fortnight before and not had that. So you guys right. are really jumping in. I think it's this weekly uh, weekly well wishes. As yeah, I think, I think, so I think uh, being uh, meeting more frequently, we're we're all thinking about it more often. And right, it's fresh in our minds and, and, and things like that. And honestly, guys, it's the per- perfect time to do it because you know. This landing pad that we're on right now in the middle of this book and at the start of book two mm-hmm. is awesome. And so uh, nice. it just, we're, we're like, I don't know, man, it was the perfect time to switch the format because the adventure takes off yeah. now, really, in a big way. It really does. So, it really does. What do you it's, got, poll results wise? Sure, yeah. Uh, so you've been stabbed by a Morgul blade and need to get to Rivendell. 
Would you rather ride with Arwen and Asphaloth or just Asphaloth? Okay. <laughs> kind of a no-brainer, right? Because if you can have Asphaloth and Arwen, why wouldn't you? Right? Right. Yeah, Does right. that make sense? Yeah. So uh, Arwen and Asphaloth, 90%. Just Asphaloth, 10%. And that's out of 78 votes. I do want to read some of the comments because they're pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Michael Upshaw said, normally I'm a purist, but by gosh, how could I turn down Arwen? Right. right. And so this, of course, this uh, poll is also kind of, uh, uh, you know, relating to the differences in this portion from book to film. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, was a, it was a device they used to have Arwen more involved and to make her, I mean, she's, she is a hero too, but make her more directly involved in the storyline. Um, a lot of her story is told in the appendices. Right. And not directly within within uh, the stories we're reading. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, James West said, what a lovely, beautiful lady. Uh, Tara Lynn said, um, Glorfindel, of course. So there you go. I know. See, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the ladies. How yeah. dare I? Yeah. How dare you? Right. It should have been with Arwen or with Glorfindel. So I apologize for that again. Uh, Luca, wow. Luca Michaletsky. Mm-hmm. I got that right. Right. Yeah. She says just Arwen. And then she, there's a beautiful picture of Arwen the snuggly. Yeah. Yeah, we're turning that into a shirt. And you, I, yeah, would you guys like an R one the snuggly shirt? <laughs> yes, I do. And uh, yeah, she would be the best ride. That's right. Yeah, uh, Pepper, is this a guy thing? I'm with Tara Lynn. Bring on Glorfindel. Wow. So that's two for their yeah for for Glorfindel. He he would be fun to ride with too. Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta say, you'd feel safe. And then Myron Benelli said, I'll ride with Glorfindel. Glorfindel. <laughs> so Myron is is taking the. Taking the uh, the ride yeah. with with as so yeah oh that's awesome you know um what was your vote on that I said with Arwen with Arwen yeah you did too I saw that I darn it you saw it I mean I did why why wouldn't you why wouldn't I but I didn't know Glorfindel was another option so no <laughs> see now see that, and that's uh, helpful for the poll I mean I, I got to rewrite that poll that's that's no good no, throw that one out that's fantastic so um. All right, guys. Uh, I think get into it here. Yeah, I think we're ready to dive into this. Um, this this is is a meaty, um, you know, chapter, and Mm -hmm. I think we might be to the chapter in record time. So again, we just keep breaking. You know, more efficient new new PR. Um, So so let's go over some recap. Uh, We we really didn't have uh, you know each week we we kind of. uh, Put the link up there on Facebook and let you guys make some comments as uh, about the chapter. And this week, I think what over what overwhelmed people was the fact that there's another episode. <laughs> That's it's, right. It's I was just surprise. looking at that. It's it's nothing about the chapter. It's all just we're pretty excited. Yeah, so. people are happy that we're that we're moving along and we're getting some good stuff. And here, we so. are recording this a so day after you. it just came yeah, out. Yeah, I was so. going to say that too because um, we'll know, catch as, up next episode. Yeah, on as is going on vacation, reaction. and so we're trying to make sure we get stuff out for you guys and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, but anyways, yeah. So send those, you know. And we're willing to recap a couple chapters. So as those come in, yeah. um, we'll, we'll definitely, because they will, they'll come in Absolutely. by the end of the week and stuff like that. And so we'll get to that uh, next chapter as well too. So, um, all right. In summary, uh, many meetings here. Mm-hmm. So basically guys, you know, Frodo, um, you know, the, the, the Black Riders were, were defeated at the, at the Ford of Bruinen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty epic. Yeah, it was. We got to see my man, uh, you know, in action, Glorfindel. Uh, Come on, in, you got you to gotta shout it. Glorfindel! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, in all of his, like, power and glory, just like... You know, I got I, I to gotta admit something here, um, and it, it's going to sound me... Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm still on adrenaline dump from meeting Billy, so I, the mm-hmm. word ain't coming out. You're excused. I, I really overlooked Glorfindel. 
Dude. <sighs> like the previous times I read this. And yeah. I think maybe it was always like, well, he wasn't in the movie. You know, I'm going to gloss over him. Right, what right, right. What a terrible mindset. This guy. Yeah, I know. The more he's we learn, a boss, man. I mean, I, I knew him pretty well from, from, from the reading. And I, I remember him. And I remember that being a distinction between book and movie. Yes. Um, but what I didn't know was all this, the, 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 his coming the history. back. His return. Yeah. Uh, the, the gift that he's given. Yes, right. Um, his lordship. You know, the, his, his heritage. And I, doesn't I it, just... Getting more into the, the background of these stories and the histories of the stories, doesn't it make you feel like you're reading it for the first time? Oh, my God. We're yeah. calling this a reread, That's, guys, but right. I feel like a little yeah. boy who's reading it for the first time, my eyes are being opened to yeah. uh, enlightenment. Like, it, it's unreal. I feel kind of like this this like dream that Frodo slipped into this chapter where it's like, whoa, how did right. I get here? What right. am I... What am I uh, what am I taking in? Like, this is unfamiliar. Right. So amazing how reading something uh, over and over each time it yeah. can bring something new. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Totally. Um, so they were defeated. And, um, you know, Frodo um, actually falls falls off his horse. And, you know, yeah. um, he's, he's, he's collected there. And he is uh, healed by Elrond in, in, in Rivendell. And yeah. um, it wasn't an easy task. Nope. Um, Frodo wakes up. Uh, he has a... He has a Many meetings uh, with his friends. There's a nice little dinner. There's some songs to be had, um, you know. And we're preparing for the Council of Elrond. That's right. Tomorrow okay? morning. Yeah. Right. So let's let's dive into this here and, and get into some of these juicy details. What did you have any like major something? If you could think through the whole chapter, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that really stood out to you. Something that was kind of cool um, connections at the beginning. Yeah, kind of. I'm thinking. Well, and I'm also just thinking like. Like, like in general, like when I think about the chapter, the influence that it had on me, I'm starting to think more like yeah. along those lines yeah. as, as, as we go, because, um, I, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so this chapter, again, it, it what it did for, for our members in this company, we're mm-hmm. not going to call them fellowship yet. You know, this, this, this party of travelers right. and adventurers and questers, what being in Rivendell did for them, it's done for me. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we're settling into this new rhythm or, or, or what, or maybe I think part of it was we, we, we've seen each other so much more regularly Yeah, that, um, I'm, I'm coming into this with a renewed energy. Uh, you know, even just starting a new book, I feel well rested, right? I feel like, um, some of the stress I've been carrying for months is kind of melting away. Mm-hmm. I'm out of, there's no, there's no shadow realm creeping in. Right. I right. feel restored. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool because that sort of is, I, I guess that's my major takeaway. I mean, there's, we're going to talk about so much. There's so oh, much so stuff much that to, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, wow, that's fascinating. Oh, that's a rabbit hole. Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah. this theme's back. Um, right. But yeah, I feel, I feel like Frodo. I feel, I still got a little pain in my shoulder, but not, I mean, I'm right. feeling good. Yeah. You know, I, I'm with you on that. I, I, I agree hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that, you know, feels good when we're in a good place and we're starting this, you know, book two. Um, another thing though, that to me, that's that we probably won't talk about a whole lot mm-hmm. here in the chapter that as I thought about in reflection, um, was the tie in here, like the, this last, not last, but this is one of the more significant tie ins to the Hobbit, you know, it really, yes, it is. And, yep. that, and that for me, you know, that was the Great book point. that started it all for me. And yep. so I was just kind of like, man, they are really hammering at some of the heartstrings here, yes. like, like bringing back these memories, you know, from the Hobbit. Yeah. And that uh, was kind of what blew me away. It also makes you feel good because not like we always remember back to the Shire and mm-hmm. it makes us feel good, mm-hmm. you know, and then to think back to the Hobbit feels good as well. That's you know true, what I mean, man. That's a that, great point, you know, and that's why it feels so good. It's I almost think. like, it's almost like what we're doing with these characters. Yeah. But it's the stories. Yeah. You're yeah, meeting yeah. the story again. It's right. another many meeting. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Great. That's beautiful, man. All right. Um, let's see here. Where do we dive in here? Well, um, we we kind of we kind of dive in by waking up, don't we? We do. <laughs> we uh, do. Frodo's a little out of it at first, right? Where am I? What time is it? And yep. then we hear this voice, Ezra. Yeah. Whose voice do we hear loud and clear? Gandalf. That's right, my friend. Um, That's right. You know, and I love it. Can yeah. you read that in your best Gandalf voice? Dude, oh, I'm terrible at Gandalf. Come on. No. I, Get deep and wizardly. I, th- I believe in you. What, what is it? What, how does he sound like? Ezra. Give me something. A sort of deep and British <laughs> like this. Yes, he said. I'm here. And you're lucky to be here, too. After all the absurd things you've done since you left home. <laughs> good night and, and drive safe, guys. We're out of here. <laughs> was that pretty That's good? it, man. That's I, it. I don't know. Something that like that. That was beautiful. Uh, you put me on the spot. Um, no, I'm never doing an accent again because you just stole the show. Okay, good. That's great. Good. <laughs> but I, the, the word uh, that I wanted to hone in on there was absurd. I love it because yeah, it comes that. full circle here. Yeah, he comes back you and he's like, you know, what I said there, I, I didn't mean absurd. Because <laughs> he's, you know, he's he's sort of, he's playing that wizardly role. But then he's, it's almost like he thinks, I don't want him to feel like that. Like I meant something negative by that. Yeah, but he's, he's done something really, really incredible. He's also... Honestly. Did you know that feeling where like they 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 almost lost Frodo here? That's the big thing, right? Yeah. They almost mm-hmm. lost Frodo. Yep, and did. I think, you know, from Gandalf's point of view, um, he's gotta be kicking himself a little bit. But then also, he is. Yes, also he, believing that like mm, he because he says at one point that maybe this was the it, it's better this it's better that it happened that way. Yeah. But in the moment when they weren't sure if they were he was going to make it, right. Um, I almost wonder if Gandalf means it was better because the ring made it, actually Ooh. made it versus you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because just, right. he has a great task ahead of him uh-huh. in, in his attachment uh, to the halflings, as they say, yep. right? Uh, and, and to this quest. Right. Right. Yeah. That this is, this it, is doesn't his. Aragorn say that this, you know, this, this might be his yeah. biggest time. This or, is. Sorry. Strider, as we knew him then only. Yeah. Right. So, so I think that's sort of why he, it's almost like, that's it's a almost good like point. when you're, when you're in trouble and you scare your mom and dad or whatever, yeah. just by, you did something that scared them ridiculous. and they, you're ridiculous. What, what are you doing? They, they, they yell at you, but really they're just so shook up. Yep. You know, that it's, and it's almost like a form of relief. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's, just, that's great. <laughs> Shut it down. We're done. Okay. <laughs> um, so he starts to inquire, right? And, and I think the big thing um, that I took away from this first part is, you know, um, how difficult it was for Elrond to heal him. Yeah. You know, and that he ha- he's not supposed to be talking to people. He needs to be resting um, up until the night, until just right before this chapter, the night before, a couple hours beforehand, uh, is when they actually figure out what's really wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's it was, right. And it was their, their skill to figure it, to, to find the shard. And that's right. And, and you know? Gandalf, honestly, I can't remember where he says this uh, because we're just, we're just sucked right in here, man. But yeah, he yeah. says, like, I, I thought you were gone. Yes. I didn't have much hope. Right. I thought that you were... We were going to lose you, Frodo. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and that's 100%. that's pretty... Not only is it a shock that, you know, Gandalf's fine, he's back here, we're good, but to hear him speak that frankly. Um, mm-hmm. And we also see here, too, that Frodo, instantaneously waking up from this, has no recollection. He thought this was all a dream. Right at first, yeah. He was like, whoa, I'm waking up, and from a, I'm still back in the Shire, because right. he's in this homely place. Right. And then it all comes back to him, and he goes and he recounts all this, which is another perfect way to start the second book. Yes. Re- rehashing our journey from the shortcut to the old forest to Tom's house to the you know the Barrow Downs and everything. And, 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 and Gandalf has learned about his journey so far from hearing him talk in his sleep. Yes. Which is amazing. And it's so cool because we talked about this as we talked yeah. about how frightening yeah. the Barrow Downs were. 
Dude, I know. And Gandalf confirms it. He brings it back here and he says, um, yeah. Am I getting too far ahead? No, no, no. You're probably, uh, um, he says, you know, you're, you are beginning perhaps, to fade. He says, right. as you show, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, perhaps that was the most dangerous moment there of you all. There you go. Yeah, yes. I, and then he talks about Weathertop. I wish you could have held out at Weathertop. Yeah. But just that, that quick line, even the way, if you look at uh, in, in the book how, uh, how it's written, um, that was touch and go, colon. Perhaps yeah. the most dangerous moment of all. Yeah. Um, you know, and I thought that was really telling. It, it's such a significant uh, moment that we don't we don't get in the films. But he's talking about Frodo's will there and the power. This, sure. This something in these hobbits is it's it's beyond that they don't quite understand mm-hmm. it. And, and well, uh, and if we if we go, it's important to go back here too because if we go back to that moment in the barrow, yeah, Frodo was seriously considering just fading. Yeah. Like I, and then something awoke in him. Remember, yes. yep. Something woke in, awoke in him, and he was he had the strength to mm-hmm. to do what he had to do to survive and to save his friends. Yeah. So. 100%. Yep. Yeah. Um, cool tie-ins, though. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's good to get this to kind of like recap. You know. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. Yeah. Talking in his sleep, uh, and then he comes back and says, "Though I said absurd just now, I did not mean it." I think well of you and of the others. It is no small feat to have come so far and through such dangers, still bearing the ring. And then Frodo says something really, really significant because we just had this huge saving moment by Glorfindel, right. really. And I think maybe as as a reader, we're thinking he's the man. He's got to right. lead this company forward. Right, right, right. But right. Frodo brings a, a very important point. He doesn't really mention Glorfindel. No. But also, he's kind of in the shadow yeah, world yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. Maybe he didn't realize exactly what Glorfindel was doing for him. Right. But he says, we should never have done it without Strider. Yep. We have over and over in this chapter, we get this reinforcing of who Strider is, right. who Aragorn is, his worthiness, yep. his leadership, his, yep. his pivotal role in the mm-hmm. fellowship uh, mm-hmm. that will be formed. Um, and then he says, but we needed you. I did not know. I did not know what to do without you. Yeah, and so this is where you're saying, you know, Gandalf kind of feels, yeah, right. You know, like it's it's, it's there's been some a remorse here. You know, and we'll get to it in the next chapter with the council. But the things that Gandalf learns, like it basically, they change the course of everything. Yeah, that 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 between the Astari and, and what happens, you know, and you can look at some of the histories as to what happens. The conversation between, we don't get it here, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and fill in the blank and go we, for it. we get it the next chapter too but between radagast mm-hmm. you know and and he mm-hmm. and talking about what was needed and saruman sending him and all that stuff like yeah. he learns a lot about what's going on and yeah. then he also you know think of think of the situation on weathertop yeah what would that have been like would they have attacked in full force there with a wizard sure you know there if, if frodo would have been with him could he have stood against them right I mean, because they say that Str- that Strider and Glorfindel could not have stood against the nine right. united. They could uh, yeah. not do that, and it especially was, on horseback too. They right. said that, that they were mounted, and that would yeah. have been yeah. The only way that they could was was to outpace them and to and to yeah. outmaneuver them in that way, but to stand toe to toe. And so, now Glorfindel can't; he's one of the the yeah. few who can. Yeah. Um, but not all nine together, right. and I'm right. not even so sure how Gandalf would would fare. Well, then I, he he had he must have had some encounter before, right? Because we saw that we saw that strike from a distance. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You remember when they saw that lightning coming yep. down and stuff? Yeah. So I imagine that he has a you know a go around there. Yeah. I, and it's been a while since I read the next chapter, but I think he talks about that yeah. Yeah. a little bit more. So, yeah. um, but anyways, you know, um, he's happy that that he's there. I mean, obviously he's, he loves Frodo and he yeah. loves these hobbits and, and he's yeah. glad that they're that, that he's made it. You know, um, we also learn an interesting point too because they start talking about the the Black Riders, right? And Frodo says, "Well, they're dead, right? They're gone." Yeah, yeah. Gandalf says, "No, nope." 
nope, their horses have been killed. Interesting how he talks about the the horses here too. Yeah. About how they're, you know, because Frodo says, why could why could we see them? Right. But the others, you know, the others couldn't see what I saw from the riders. And he says, well, they're they're flesh and blood. They're beasts. Right. You know, turned against um, turned against us by the Dark Lord. Yeah. It's just interesting how uh, Tolkien well, always he always considers the animals. They have as much a role to play in this as any as oh, yeah. anything. He talks yeah. about the animals. He even goes on to mention the men and other creatures yes, who are turned against which them. we don't know at this point. Yeah, I mean, we we have some hints because obviously we encountered some some ruffians in uh, in Bree. Right, but Gandalf just right. kind of confirms this. He also talks about he he wouldn't have sent Frodo had he known. Oh, I know the Black Riders route. That he would have left with him immediately. immediately. Yes. I know. So, so Gandalf. So, in the same way, and this is a connection between he and Butterbur, right? Mm-hmm. Butterbur made a little blunder, sure, maybe more severe. I don't know. But Gandalf has his own blunders, and, right. and we're learning here. And Frodo too. We're learning here that you you can have your mess ups, you can have your blunders. It's not it's not whether you have mistakes. It's what you do to go forward. Yeah, you've got me amped right now because Sorry, I just thought of something else too. Give, give it to me. Um, think about we're how, still we're still within mm, the first page and a half. Here. I know. Good thing we got into this quick. You know. <laughs> uh, so okay, think about this. You, do you remember how how the the first the first book? Yeah, um, it was the Hobbit's ignorance, not ignorance. Uh, what's what's a better word for that? But they they're not knowing of the dangers. They're they're, they're um they're, they were sheltered, sh- shielded, yeah, yeah from yep, yep, from the shielded. true nature yep. of the evil that they were facing. Yes, had they have known that, what would have happened? Right. I mean, doesn't Frodo even say that? Oh, too? he does. He does. There he, you go. I would, I would rather have not have known. Yes, and so it's probably what has helped him get this far. Right. Well, same thing. You know, it's it's that uh, not knowing, you know, yeah. sent Gandalf on this path. Yeah. So there are things that are held from us. This is a, this is a lesson in life. <laughs> things that are unseen to us, that uh, a force that whatever you may believe, I don't know, you know, that uh, is keeping this bit of information. Because if you knew it, you would it would change what it would change your decision making. Ignorance makes you braver, doesn't it? Uh, it's kind of I don't know. I kind of saw that right. I mean, I, I totally between, agree with you. Between yeah. Gandalf and Frodo and the yeah. Hobbits, and in yeah. terms of just not ignorance, in the terms of just just not knowing the full extent of right yeah. of what you're up against. I right. think because if if you do that, most people's reactions is to overthink, to second guess, yeah, to to let that pressure influence every decision, yeah, and yeah. so that wasn't there for them, right, 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 and yeah, I think all those mistakes would have been amplified even more. Now here's the thing, though, I still kind of believe in my heart that you know they would have because I love all these hobbits, absolutely. I still think they would have tried tried. their very best, yeah, mm-hmm. but I think fear could have over, could have overcome them. Maybe they all four know? wouldn't have made it, right, or something like yeah. that, you know, and and they would have made different decisions if they start to then be very fear if that fear was there would they have trusted strider Great point. like they did you know or would they have denied those conversations at the prancing pony and said no we want to talk to anybody right we're, we're, we're closing ourselves off from everybody right what if they would have not went to the common not what if they didn't even go to brie right so we, yeah i know you get into yeah. that's a rabbit hole we yeah, can get into this, butterfly whole, effect of what, what right the mm-hmm. what if situation but it's just interesting <sighs> to, to think about it so, is yeah all right um back to the book okay let's see so Ro, I just want to mention that this mm-hmm. whole time Frodo is trying to get more and more out of Gandalf, and Gandalf is just like, uh, "Gandalf's like, I'm not supposed to be, you know." Yeah, I don't have permission from Elrond. Right. You're not supposed to be talking, let alone asking right. questions. And Frodo says, "I won't get, I won't get rest until I've had some of these things yeah. answered." Yeah, and he's now, true to that. You know, we we get some answers, and then he 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 goes back to, to rest. Dude. He need he needs some, and it's amazing too how he's he's coming out of this. Let's not forget, for like two weeks, he was slowly falling into shadow Mm -hmm. his soul was slowly being turned Mm -hmm. yeah into a wraith into a servant and then he also learns more about that doesn't he are we getting into that too yeah we're getting into that so yes so basically when uh frodo's sort of inquiring as to to you know 
Gandalf wanting to know, wanting to know where he was, right? Mm-hmm. He said, well, we, we should have a council, you know, and, and as, as soon as you're well, um, you know, we'll get into all of that, right? And, yeah. and he's like, I'll only say that I was held captive. Yeah. Frodo's like, you? What? Yeah. You know, uh, Gandalf says, yes, I, Gandalf the Grey, yeah. right? There are many powers in the world for good or for evil. Some are greater than I am. Yeah. Against some, I have not yet mm-hmm. been measured. But by my time, but my time is coming. The mortal Lord and his black riders have come forth. War is preparing. Dude, I mean, to me, like, I can, there's certain points where you read and I get chills, right? And so oh, absolutely. I think when Strider's, you know, and Ar- Aragorn's talking, you're kind of like, uh This next like, portion about Aragorn, I have totally underlined. I know you do, yeah, right? right? So for me, I'm going to pause while you, because I know you're about to go on a huge tangent. <laughs> um, Butterbur mode? Yeah. Well, Gandalf is he was one of those who you know as i look more into the histories was reluctant to go and and was someone who who was reluctant of the astari to be sent and had to be persuaded yeah you know because he uh was afraid of sauron in a sense and didn't know if he could help in any way yeah and and that sort of mentality and that he is being tested this is his trial yeah you know and there there are things that he needs to be tested against he does so much introspection yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's measuring himself right right and and it just it's it's interesting how much, and also something to remember, um, is what the Astari can do and what they cannot do. You know, uh, what mm-hmm. are they? What what were they? What's their governing? Yeah. You know, procedure. How much power can they can they obtain? Yeah. How much can they draw on? Yeah. Uh, and how much can they use? Yeah. So there's that whole piece to kind of consider. Yeah, I just want to put that plug but in there because we're too. going to be talking more about that because yeah. I believe they could have done more, but they're not meant to be the great. Because if they did. I mean, honestly, Lane, they would be the rulers. They would be yeah, ruling yeah, right, right. over, they would be the kings, right? you know, and they'd be ruling with their, with the power and their magic right. and stuff like that. Their and job is not to help influence there. and oversee. Right. Yes. That's right. Right. So, um, okay. Yeah, no, that, that was amazing. Uh, and then we get into the bit, sorry, I jumped ahead, you know, Butterbur mode about the, you know, knowing about the, the, the black riders. Um, yeah. You know, and then, uh, oh, yeah, this is Aragorn or this is, um, um, Gandalf saying, for the moment, we have been saved from disaster by Aragorn. Uh, yes, said Frodo. It was Strider that saved us, yet I was afraid of him at first. Sam never quite trusted him, I think. Not at any rate until we met Glorfindel. Yeah. So another positive thing about... Because Sam trusts the elves. Right. And elves right. trust uh, Strider. So law right. of syllogism. Yep. Yeah, exactly. A equals B. B equals C. It is. So A equals C. Sam's like, I hey, got math it. is worth something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, we learned about that. Gandalf smiled. I've heard all about Sam, he said. He has no more doubts now. I am glad, said Frodo, for I have become very fond of Strider. Well, fond is not the right word. I mean, he is dear to me, though he is strange and grim at times. In fact, he reminds me often of you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then also, you know, we, so as we're, as we're digging all these histories, we're also preparing for the Amazon show. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 delving deeper into Aragorn's early life. Yes, you know, before he he came into the story of the Lord of the Rings, right? Um, and, and the War of the Ring, and so that's an interesting thought because, um, you know, he had a he had a relationship and friendship with Gandalf long before these stories, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so to hear how he, uh, Aragorn reminds. Frodo of Gandalf mm-hmm. is a sign that uh, of that friendship and of that influence and and things that they had been through together. Uh, Pretty yeah. cool. So some history there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is that that connection. You know, um, the reason that I think he reminds him of it, right? I think we talk about Father's Day, right? You know, I uh, I talk like my father. 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I look like my father. Yeah. Right. Um, I walk like him. Yeah. You know, and so because it's because of my proximity to him. Yep. Yep. You know, and so that is, that's pretty key. Yeah, it is. His proximity to Gandalf must be pretty significant. Yes. Right. You know, so, yes. um, I don't know. And it, then that's how that elevates him too. Yes. I mean, the, the qualities he's, he's gained from being around Gandalf for yeah, so long. Absolutely. It's just cool. It's, it's a, it's an amazing relationship. Um, right. Especially because, you know, they both have the guise of these, uh, um, they're, they're unexpected too. Yeah. I mean, Gandalf looks like this just old crotchety man who couldn't right. do any, anything, you know, worth saving. And, yeah. <laughs> and Strider's this, this ruffian. Yeah. You know, there, you look at him and, and you, you know, all that is gold does not glitter. Yeah. Right. So it yep. comes, comes back to, uh, yeah, that idea, which is a beautiful, beautiful lesson. Now you probably have some stuff here with the, the history of our good friend Strider. Yeah. I mean, it's just incredible because he, he's talking about, uh, you know, he says, um, you know, that he thought most men were stupid like Butterbur um, or or kind and stupid like Butterbur or stupid and wicked uh, like Bill Fernie. I love how Gandalf sticks up for Barlaman here. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you don't know uh, you don't know much about them if you think old Barlaman is stupid. He is wise enough on his own ground. He thinks less than he talks and slower. Yet he can see through a brick wall in time, as they say in Bree. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are few left in Middle Earth like Aragorn, son of Arathorn. The race of the kings from over the sea is nearly at an end. It may be that the War of the Ring will be their last adventure. Yeah. And so, right. yeah, so so Frodo hasn't made that connection. And their know, redemption. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's just so cool because we're building. It has that potential. Yes. You know. We talked about fate fate or. Yeah. or um, free will. Free will. Yeah. Exactly. And how yeah. they, they, there's both. There's elements of both. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a crying in the kitchen conversation yeah. we had before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so cool too because we have, um, oh, you know, um, Frodo says, you know, I thought they had all vanished long ago. These kings, I thought he was only a ranger, yeah. and, and Gandalf says, only a ranger, my dear Frodo. That is just what the rangers are—the last remnant in the north of the great people, the men of the west. They have helped me before, and I shall need their help in the days to come. For we have reached Rivendell, but the ring is not yet at rest so we're getting some background here too and we're also it's it's amazing how we you know when we're with gandalf we're always learning something new and it's always through frodo's uh questions and and uh or his um uh misconceptions i guess right Mm -hmm. so yeah this is a nugget here we're getting more backstory on on who this strider guy is his importance and then also where he comes from right it's so cool you're right actually that we get more um on Strider, Aragorn in this chapter than I realized. Yes. Actually. And it's very subtle. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's fitting not, too. He, it's, it's not with him present. Right. It's all sort of indirect. Right. A, right? a lot so. about how, and it's the similar in how at the beginning of the of book one, how we were filled in with what had happened yeah. with Bilbo. Right. It's from other people. It's not direct. It's, right. it's right. indirect conversations that yeah. are being held about that person. That's the best type of characterization. It, it is. It Everyone is. knows that. And it's natural. It's how it happens in real life, isn't it? Exactly. We talked about that. You know, yeah. um, we learn about people by what, you know, others say about them, yes. you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, what they say themselves and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, okay. Um, now I just to kind of summarize a little bit of this here. What? You got something else? Lost something. Oh, really? Uh, you'll find it. It must not have been important. No, it is. It'll come to you. It's I have faith. I have faith. Oh, if it's about there, Aragorn, you don't come back him, to you. Dude, I love him. And guys, can I just say something too? I mean, he's so, I mean, immediately, immediately when I, when I saw the Fellowship of the Ring for the first time in that, in that, uh, 
what was that? What, what, were the, what was the movie theater called in uh, Mount Vernon? Premier. Premier theaters. Yeah. In those old spongy, yeah. uh, you know, before movie theater chairs were good, right? Back <laughs> yeah. in 2001, I'll never forget it. And just seeing him for the first time and following Viggo Mortensen's character and, and his interpretation of Aragorn through that film. I mean, dude, I haven't looked back since. But it's been a long time since I've thought about Lord of the Rings in this way. Mm-hmm. Reading it, pouring over it, thinking deeply on it. And, and I feel like I'm, here you go, I feel like I'm reconnecting with an old friend. Yeah, I feel like I'm 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 meeting him again and and re and remembering re remembering things that I had, that I had forgotten. Right. Um, oh, I was going to say it's fitting that we're learning so much about him in a place that he where his heart is. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rivendell is is an important place to him. It's it has a, a important place in his history as a as a as a person individually. Right. And also, we learn here that his his love, which before was kind of ambiguous, we didn't know what he meant by that. My heart is in Rivendell, mm-hmm. right? We're like, okay, well, he must love it. But we also learn there's another meaning here for, yeah, there for is. his heart being in Rivendell, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's fitting. It is. Um, okay, I'm sorry, so- man. I'm talking way too much. No, that's what we want, man. No, just- sh- get me out. No, throw no. me out. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. So I'm just going to kind of summarize a little bit here. Yes, you know, please move us on. I'm sorry. What uh, what sort of transpires between um, Frodo and Gandalf, right? They're talking about catching up. They've, there's some loss of time. You know, there's, um, you know, basically a couple of days have been lost and what have you. So, um, you know, uh, wow. Okay. Sorry, Lane is influencing That's like a news update. I'm sorry. Tammy Lane just commented on on a post about, about the book. Oh, really? So that's pretty amazing. That's radical. We love you, Tammy. We love you, Tammy. Thank yeah, you. I'm sorry. No, okay. Butterbur mode. <laughs> um, let's see. So he's improving, right? And and yeah. uh, and he kind of goes into uh, he just catches him up on you know you basically you've been asleep for four days. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, you know, uh, Elrond has cured you. He has tended you for days ever since you were brought in. Um, Frodo's still kind of confused. Let's see. Um, he talks about the strength of hobbits. Oh yeah. Um, he says, you know, and it seems that hobbits fade very reluctantly. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's going to get stabbed, in a way, it was good that it was it was Frodo. Really, right. if it had to happen, it was good that it happened to him. He said, "I've known this was very important." I thought, mm-hmm. "I have known strong warriors of the big of the big people who would quickly have been overcome by that splinter, which you bore for seventeen days." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and then Frodo says, "What would they have done to me?" And this this next paragraph is like this is what you were looking for earlier. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. Is it what the, they're trying to pierce his heart? Yes, right. Take um, us into that as and, and so by piercing his heart, though, I think that's where the shard was trying to. It was reaching bury. for it. Yeah, it was it? reaching into yeah, his heart. Yeah, yeah. Once it gets there, um, if they would have succeeded, you would have become like they are, only yeah. weaker and under their command. Yeah, you would have become a wraith under the dominion of the Dark Lord, uh, and he would have tormented you for trying to keep his ring any greater torment were possible than being robbed of it and seeing it on his hand. Now we're going to talk about that later because I have, I have a huge something uh, yeah. that I want to get into between he and Bilbo. So do not let me forget that. No. How could we forget about I that? Know, it's going to be huge. It's it'll jump at us like a shark. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for our heart. And we mentioned this already. He talking about, I didn't realize the yeah. horrible danger, you know, it's a marvel that I, that I escaped. Right. Um, we talked about this, this as well, the, the, the garments that they wear and mm-hmm. them being in um, wraith form versus, mm-hmm. you know, he could see them, mm-hmm. see through their garments mm-hmm. and uh, their horses and whatnot. You know, he, he, could, uh, he could see them as they, as they were in that yeah. world, in right. their world, right? right. Now, he was, at, he was at most danger when he put the ring on yep. because they could have taken him in that world. Yep. 
That is something. Isn't that amazing? He, they, they could have taken him And there. how close he came to that on Weathertop. Exactly. How close he came. Right, right, right. Yeah. There's a part in here as, as you skim through it and... and um, oh, here we go. I want to I jump to this part just because I don't want to miss it. Yeah. Um, let's see. They're talking about the powers in Rivendell. Remember last chapter we were talking about those mm -hmm. who could ride against them, right? Yep, yep. Um, there live some here in Rivendell, right? Um, of his... Talking about the Dark Lord... Some of his chief foes live here in Rivendell, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Which I think is super awesome. They do not fear the Ringwraiths. For those who have dwelt in the blessed realm live at once in both worlds. And against both the seen and the unseen, they have <laughs> great, great power. power. Let me stop for a second. Let's, let's get into it. And I don't know if you... Let, let, let me just reread that last part. <laughs> because I don't know if you heard me or not, but... Um, I need you to be a little louder, as I need you to. So they do not fear the ring wraiths for those um, who dwelt in the blessed realm lived at once in both worlds and against both the seen and the unseen. They have great power. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I like, I remember what, what would I, it feel like to live in both realms? Well, see, that's why when he was in, when he was fading into that realm yeah. and we were talking about him looking back across the Bruinen yep. and he sees, yep. he sees Glorfindel un unleashed yeah he sees him as he sees him actually as the as the, the black riders would have yep. seen him as Absolutely. well that Absolutely. is why that image and that power radiating off of him is scary yeah they are blessed they have yeah. lived you know in in um with i mean essentially among the valar right yeah. they've been there yeah. um and they have a mission they have a journey here yep. especially glorfindel yep um and <laughs> i just <laughs> i've been waiting I know how many you have. episodes to talk about I know these you guys. Have. So I just you've been shouting Glorfindel for the past six months. <laughs> it's about time. I know. So okay. Um, yes, you saw. So Gant, he is asking about that. He goes, um, I thought I saw a white figure that shone and did not grow mm. dim like the others. Yeah. Was that Glorfindel then? Yeah. Um, yes, you saw for a moment. Uh, you saw him for a moment as he is upon the, the other, other side. side. Yeah. One of the mighty of the firstborn. Firstborn. Right. He is an elf Tom's lord. Son. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Uh, so he's an elf lord, uh -huh. you know, of the house of princes, right? Yeah. Um, indeed, there is a there is a power in Rivendell to withstand um, the might of Mordor for a while. For a while. For a while. Yeah. Right. And elsewhere, other powers still dwell. There is power too of another kind in the Shire. Yes. Hold on. Let me see. I don't know if you heard me again. Yep. There is power too of another kind in the Shire. Yep. Is anybody else? It's amazing. You know, I was actually, dude, I was on a run today. Mm -hmm. Never mind. You finish. No, guys. Well, I was just on a run today and I was thinking about how unique the Shire is in Middle Earth. Yes. You know, here it's like, um, you know, we call Amanda the Shire mm -hmm. of, of America, know, of yeah. America yeah. right? But there are, there are lots of places that are like Amanda. Yeah. There are a lot of places in England that are like the Shire. You know what I mean? There are mm -hmm. places all over the world that are like other places around the world. But the Shire in Middle Earth is so unique. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, with, with the folk that live there, with the way it's set up, uh, even kind of with the, the countryside that um, is within the Shire. It's just amazing. I, I don't know. I was just thinking about how unique yeah. it is, and it ties right into this. It's, it's, it is unique among Middle Earth. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's closer to a great, the, as you go west, there's a great power. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it, it radiates yep. fr from that land, fr from that realm. <laughs> and, um, you know, so, so I don't know, like th that to me, just it's like it's huge. It is just huge. Yeah, the mission here. But anyways, um, 
He says something important though, but all such places yeah. will soon become islands under siege if things go on as they are going. He's always pairing hope with reality. Right. Right? He's saying, yes, these places are of great power to withstand this evil, but the longer this goes on, the more they'll be isolated. Yeah. And they might not stand. Yep, agreed. So so yeah. the, the danger again is being reinforced of the Dark Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, okay, let's move on a little bit because I'll come back to what do you got? I'm sorry. There's one. There's one description I loved. He, uh, I just I think it's funny that Tolkien des- decided to, to describe this. He says, "Still, um, this is Gandalf." He said, standing suddenly up and sticking out his chin, uh, while his beard went stiff and straight like bristling wire. I can just yeah. envision that. Right? He's like right. sticking his chin out. He's about to say something deep and. And, and poignant, and it's just, I don't know, I can just imagine Ian McKellen doing that, or, or your, oh, yeah. your own created Gandalf <laughs> yeah. in your head. It's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. he's encouraging him there. He's trying to stand up and show him, we're, we're good, you know? Yep. Keep, keep uh, you know, the hope. Yeah. Um, you know, for are in Rivendell his, now. We don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, he talks yep. about his, his courage and things. Now, something interesting, right? He's trying to get him to go to sleep. <laughs> right. He's just trying to get him to go to sleep. And we're just trying to move on in this chapter. We're a lot like Frodo, aren't we? I know. <laughs> it's great, though. I just want to stay here. I know. Um, you know, and he says, you know, uh, just give me news of my friends and tell me the end of the affair at the Ford yeah. and I'll keep, uh, you know, or, or I'll keep on asking and I, and I, and I shall be, you know, I'll, I'll be content for the present. Yep. Uh, after that, I'll have another sleep, you know, whatnot. Yeah. Now, this I thought was different. This is interesting, right? Gandalf moved to his chair to the bedside and uh-huh. took a good look at Frodo. The color had come back to his face and his eyes were clear and fully awake and aware. He was smiling and there seemed to be little wrong with him. But to the wizard's eye, yes. there was a faint change, just a hint, as it were, of transparency about him, and especially about the left hand that lay outside, you know, upon the coverlet. Um, wow. So, um, let's see. So, this is, to me, right? Are you finished? Keep uh, going. Keep going. So, here's what, this is, this is what was hard to understand, right? Is that we get some dialogue. And it's not dialogue out loud. No, it's to himself. It's to himself. Yeah. Um, so you have to pay attention to that. So still, that must be expected, said Gandalf to himself. He is not half through yet. And to what he will come in the end, not even Elrond can foretell. Yeah. Not to evil, I think. He may become like a glass filled with a clear light for eyes to see that can. What in the world? Yeah. Please, if you're listening... Hop on that thread and tell yeah, me that is, what you think that means. That is very interesting. What is it that he could become? Um, See, and I, I that there? you know what? No idea on that. No, no. I mean, we could, I could throw out ideas, but oh, I've got to, you know, so, but, I know you do, but I, I just do. want to hear what people have to say. Cause it's, well, I want to hear what you have to say too. When he, when he's talking about, when he's talking about his, his, um, you know, the faint change he sees, especially on his left hand. Yeah. Right. We know that in, in full context is like Frodo's never going to be the same. Yeah. He's, he's changed forever. Right. Uh, there's a part of him that will never come back to life. Yeah. There's a part of him that will will always be, mm-hmm. you know, it, and I'm thinking like a glass filled with a clear light for eyes to see that can, is there's a part of him that won't ever be in this world fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, mm. tell me what you're thinking, man. I'm it's gonna, an I'm enigma. Part of your almost, coffee here. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's something that's, uh, he's becoming something that they don't quite understand. Is that not good? Sorry. He's sort of in both worlds. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like permanently. Yeah. yeah, and he's, it's something new. They've never seen a hobbit in this situation, probably. True. Um, there, there's more of that. There's, there's more to it, but it, we'd have to jump to the very end of this, to the, 
the Let's series. And Let's so I, and I'm okay with people doing it on the group and stuff sure. and talking about it. Cause I think it's, it is significant. It's neat that to see him, you know, Tolkien talking about this right here on the foresight and, of Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. And also our writer, you yeah. know, to think that far in advance. He was nuts, dude. He was just um, nuts. So anyways, Isabel, so now out loud, he says, you look splendid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. It's again, it's like that parent thing, right? Right. I, there, I see something changed in you, but you need to hear me tell you that mostly you do look all right. So I'm going to tell you, you look splendid. Yeah. And, and we've already kind of covered what happens at the Bruin in there. Yep. Uh, at the Ford. And he tells basically, you know, that the writers, um, how they were overtaken and how, you know, they were too, too swift to overtake. And, and, uh, you know, this is where he mentions about Glorfindel and Aragorn not being able to withstand all of the nine at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, the touch that he added in the Ford. The, so basically, yeah. you know, Elrond calls forth the flood. Yeah. And Gandalf essentially is is adding his own little touch yeah. to it, right? Just the, like the fireworks. The yeah. He's an artist, man. That's the right. thing I love about 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 Gandalf is he likes he, he just he he puts these twists and finishing touches on things that are worthy of stories. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just it's. Yeah. Incredible, man. Yeah. So I think, I think most of that, you know, is pretty straightforward. Just, it's a telling of the story. Um, yep. and we've talked a lot about what, that the writers are not destroyed. Yep. Uh, they're, they're the Nazgul, they're the, they're the nine, you know, they've been released, um, upon, upon middle earth. And, um, and Frodo's just, you know, he's talking about how thankful he is that, that these great, these great Lords like Elrond and Glorfindel and, mm-hmm. and, and Aragorn have, you know, taken so much trouble to show him so much kindness and heal him and bring him back. Yeah. And that's where, that's, where um, Gandalf says, you know, you are a ring bearer. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're exactly. the heir of Bilbo, the ring finder. Right. So it's this, it's this growing, it's this growing legend, right? That will be told. Yeah. Forever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really neat. Yeah. Um. You know. So so yeah. Now it's time for him to take a to take a nap and and really kind of. He's caught him up on everything, and is it kind of interesting too? Where we're, we're coming to. Um, a place where Bilbo, we talk about later how he's he's writing his stories, right? Yeah. And how this is, and that right there, that line kind of, it sounds like a, a line from a story. And mm-hmm. how Frodo's in the midst of writing his story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me think, we need to write our own story. As ah. it's time to to make Do a we? podcast. Do man. we need to write our own story? I, I just, I think it's time. Oh, God. I, I think that we need to come up with. We need to start it soon. Just the right name, though. Yeah, you need to start it soon. Let's see. Um, what do you got? You got a couple names? Um, <sighs> is, this, is this? Oh, I got one for you. Let me hear it. Fortune or Fame podcast. Wow. Right? Deep. Fortune yeah. or Fame. I yeah. like that. How about the Last Homely House podcast? Yeah. Show? Yeah. That'd be good. That'd, That'd be, be great. Good. Um, <laughs> Glory and Trumpets. Podcast. Oh wow! Yeah. That's a new expression. I like that one. Very right, good. Right. Very good. Yeah. Different as peas and apples podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe it doesn't not. sound right. I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> We're close. Yeah. We'll keep working on it. I'm not so sure. The the last homely house was pretty good. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Let's dive back. In. All right. Let's get back into it. And, and now we're moving into you know, um, Fred was now at the last homely.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. House, you know, east yeah. of the sea. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's this house that uh, Bilbo had long ago reported. You know, it's mm. this perfect house. Mm. The weather. Um, you know, whether you like the food or sleep or storytelling or singing or just sitting and thinking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's this pleasant mixture of all of it, right? Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a cure for weariness, fear, and sadness. Uh, and so you just imagine it's, it's a great place to meet people and to rest and to, yeah. to you know, get your strength back, you yeah. know? So yeah. I thought that was cool. No matter, no matter what you're interested in, it's a place for you. Right. Very interesting. So, so he yeah. wakes, so he took a nap. Yep. Uh, he slept right, yep. and, uh, and and when he wakes, there's going to be a feast. There's going to be uh, some merry some celebration, right? Yeah. I mean, this is a bit, this is something that they've accomplished that you know has had some bumps along the way, but right, you know, right. So he gets into his garments, right, and he's uh, dressed in green, you know, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if it's like was it Goldberry's old garments? You know, that she kind of like <laughs> sure. handed down to the uh, right. I don't know. <laughs> Rivendell passed along the river, Probably. maybe, maybe not. They've got a real awesome seamstress there, just like measured him up at oh, night. Yeah, you know? probably. He's laying. There's well, probably, Bilbo's there. You know, they so. might have taken his coffin measurements and yeah. just kind of said, "Yeah, right. It's, it's right. maybe it's Bilbo's old garb. It could be. Maybe. Could be maybe his PJs or something. I don't. Yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he notices that in the in the reflection, he's he's half who he, the Hobbit yeah. was. Yeah, a little scary for him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of thinking, "Wow." Um, hmm. Right. But anyways, at that like moment, this. right, Sam, we've been waiting to hear about our friends, right? Yeah. Sam comes in, you know, and he, he runs in. He's looking at his master's hand. He feels warmth. He's yeah. it's a little awkward and he's shy, yep. emotional. But wow, he's because can you imagine if you saw the likes of Gandalf and Elrond concerned that they couldn't do anything no. to save mm-hmm. him? Mm-hmm. He's a goner. Your hope would be gone. He's a you goner. No hope. You know, yeah. and this is this is a cool part in the movie because um, there in the appendices, they talk about the actors relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think Sean Astin is the one who said that Ian McKellen was always walking around with a book. Yeah. And he said to him before the scene, he said, now make sure that you remember to grab Elijah's hand. Yeah. He said, fans will be looking for that. And in this scene, you see him, he comes in and it's different timing. Obviously this is yeah, all yeah. done at the same time, but Gandalf gets done talking to him. Sam runs in, uh, Mr. Frodo, you're awake, comes in, bless you. He holds his hand and strokes yeah. it. And it's yeah. the same kind of thing. Like yeah. it's, it's just so cool how, you know, <laughs> you can say what you want about, 
you know, the films changing things or making things yeah. different, but, but the spirit, man, that is a spirit thing. Sure. That is a relationship core thing of, of, of Sam and Frodo that they, they brought from the book there. And it just, it's an anchor that makes it feel yeah. genuine. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It absolutely does. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah, yeah, connection. yeah. yeah. Um, so they start to kind of talk about, you know, what has been going on and that, you know, Sam's yeah. been there this whole time and yep. he's ready to show him the rest of the house. Yeah. You know, and Sam's uh, going to do some leading now. So all these hobbits right. have had turns to lead and now Sam's been in Rivendell for a while and mm-hmm. there's all these corners and turns and, you know, it's almost like this big long hobbit hole that, you know, one area le- leads to the next and he's, yeah, he's going to be able to help Frodo. You'll you know? never, you, you'll no, you never know what you'll find around, you know, a corner, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and elves, sir, elves yeah. here and elves there. Yeah. You know, um, some like Kings, terrible and splendid and some as merry as children. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now let's see if we can get into where they lead these guys into, uh, Oh no, actually first we got to run into our other companions, right? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. So, so he leads them along the passageways down many <laughs> steps. Um, <laughs> let's see the, the air was warm, right? Which is interesting. Like summer, didn't it? Yeah. It feels a little like yeah, summer we're towards the end of October. And it, there's this, there's this whole summer feel about Rivendell. Right. Uh, the summer there thing is. that we keep getting. Like it's it's almost not affected by the outside world. It's this safe. It's got its own type of weather, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and climate. Yeah. Um, the sound of, of running and falling water was loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evening was filled with, you know, faint, with a faint scent of trees mm. and flowers as if summer still lingered in Elrond's gardens. Mm. Um, so nice. That's That just sounds great. Yeah. 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 So, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Cried Pippin springing up. <laughs> Here is our noble cousin. Make way for Frodo, Lord of the Ring. Right? Hush, said Gandalf. Actually, you got to do this Gandalf line with this voice now, man. Come on, evil. Uh, Go ahead. Hush. Evil things. I don't know what I was saying earlier. It was beautiful. Yeah. Evil things do not come into this valley. But all the same, we should not name them. <laughs> I don't know. The Lord of the Ring <laughs> is not Frodo, but the master of the Dark Tower of Mordor, whose power is again stretching out over the world. We're sitting in a fortress. Outside, it's getting dark. Gandalf has been saying many cheerful things like that. Just <laughs> hilarious, dude. Just I mean, his sarcasm pretty, and... you know, He is pretty uh, Debbie Downer there, right? It's yeah. like, hold on, we're trying to just, you know, hail our cousin yeah. here, who's yeah. a noble guy. Gandalf's been uh, nice and serious and There he goes again. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I can see Billy, after talking to him yesterday, yeah. I can see him saying this. Me too. Me it's too. amazing. Um. You know, in, in Frodo, they all feel like singing. They feel like eating and yep. drinking, right? Yep. It's time um, for it. It's time to do a little celebrating. We've yeah. been through some some trials and tribulations here. so Right. So yeah. so um, they're off. You know, you're, you're going to be cured. We're going to have our usual, um, you know, more than a meal, a feast, said Mary. Yeah. You know, as soon as Gandalf reported that you were recovered, the preparations began. Yeah. You know, we're ready to go, right? So we're summoned to the hall, you know, by the ringing of bells, right? So they're oh. heading in uh, to this hall. And I think this scene is just, uh, it's epic, right? There's just it so is. much going on here. You get to kind of look around. Yeah, they're probably just, oh, yeah, they're just mesmerized by, atmosphere, right? by the scene, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, it's, it's filled with, with many, you know, uh, different folk, right? There are all sorts of guests. Yep. Um, Elrond, as for his custom, sat in a great chair at the end of the long table, you know, upon the dais. Uh, next to him, on the one side, sat Glorfindel. So on the one side, I just have to go back to, again, it's why he took the road. He is, he is who he is. He's yep. amazing. Yep. And uh, he's sitting next to him. And on the other side sat Gandalf. Gandalf. So right there is your, your, your powerful trio. I mean, that's something. Yeah. 
And so, yes. Yeah. And it actually, we get these three descriptions following. And it's almost like, so I don't know if it's because Frodo's in Rivendell. I don't know if it's because Frodo's filled with this, this new vision because he's, he's been saved from the shadow realm or what, mm-hmm. but he sees them in their full glory, man. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just amazing. They're beautiful. Can you care if I read, Absolutely. read them? Cause they're, they're worthy of, of, of being read. You know, he, he said, uh, um, for he'd never seen Elrond of whom so many tales spoke. And as they sat upon the right hand and, uh, his left, Glorfindel and even Gandalf, whom he thought he knew so well, were revealed as lords of dignity and power. Jeez. Gandalf was shorter in stature than the other two, but his long white hair, his sweeping silver beard, and his broad shoulders made him look like some wise king of ancient legend. In his aged face, under great snowy brows, his dark eyes were set like coals that could leap suddenly into fire. Can I just say something? Get me, man. Can I say something? This is your man here. No, I just... You're a starry. Sorry. I'm just like... Can you imagine? I mean, I honestly take a second and, and picture this in your mind. They're sitting at this table and he walks in and you've got these this feel, this vibe, right? Yeah. These men, you know, this, this, this wizard, you know, these high elves, these elf lords yeah. are so locked in. I mean, it is... It, there is merrymaking yeah. and we're having a good time. But the graveness and the uh, almost like the regalness yeah. in which they're presented here is yeah. wars upon them. Yeah, and and yeah, this is the, like that you can almost see it like behind the merrymaking face that they have, right? That facade that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're sitting a little straighter, right? At least at least at least Gandalf to me seems sure. all of a sudden like in the eyes of a Hobbit who saw him, they didn't they don't understand Gandalf, no. and the, the, the they start to really see him. For who and what he really is. They're, they're being revealed, aren't they? There's a power a there that, light. that's coming forward because yeah. yeah. it needs to. Yeah. And, and also, think, I guess also, I didn't even think about this until right now. Think about what Gandalf himself has been through. We don't even know the full extent of it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so he has become uh, greater in legend. Oh, he has dude. increased his power. Dude. He has faced trials. Oh, man. You know what I mean? And so and so Frodo doesn't even know why. He doesn't even know why he's seeing him in this light. Yeah. Ezra's raising his hand. I'm, I'm just feeling and, it right and, now. And it's like, <laughs> this this is part of it too. So I, I take back what I said. You know, it, it I guess it it also could be, it's maybe it's all three. You know, he's in Rivendell, which is a magical place. Um, he's just survived uh, a, a mortal wound. Yeah. And... Gandalf has risen even higher. He's ascended since he's seen him last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Among that council, when you look at yeah. the, the histories a little bit more, right? Um, he, he has elevated. Yeah. And because what we, what you, mm-hmm. it, it is, as a part of a reread, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm sorry for, for some of you who this is maybe your first read. And I, you know, oh, we said at the, at the onset that we were going to kind of treat this as a reread, you know, with some of this context. Yeah. When I when I listen to that when I when I when I read that right, uh, and I think about what he had just experienced, yeah. and yeah. the story that he will tell next chapter, right? Uh, really, you, when you look at that, you're like he has ascended to the top of the order at yes. this point in his yes. mind. He has got to stand against the mightiest yep. among the Astari. Yep. And dude, I mean, he is ready, man. <laughs> I mean. He Get is, it, Gandalf. I mean, he is ready. Can, yeah, I, I know. Am I wrong in that, right? No, 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 no. That's, I, that's he has left hardened, and I guarantee yes, he, he is thinking a time will come. You and, know, he, and he's felt the sting or, of betrayal too, right? 
Yeah. I mean, that, that does something to you. If, if you've, I mean, I think all of us have had levels of betrayal in our lives, right? Or what we perceive as betrayal, you know, um, whether it's perceived or, or real, it still feels the same. You know what I mean? And that does something to you that, that, um, that changes you, that yeah. makes you more focused, that makes you more guarded, that makes you stronger. It really makes yeah. you stronger. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> oh, guys I apologize. I am just so giddy right now. Like I just, I cannot express to you how much I love this chapter and how much I love these characters, man. Like yeah. it just blows me away. And, and so like, like, cause the next one is read the next one. It's, read the next it's, one. it's, it's Glorfindel, yeah, right? Okay. Um, Glorfindel was tall and straight. His hair was of shining gold, mm. his face fair and young and fearless and full of joy. His eyes were bright and keen and his voice like music on his brow sat wisdom and in his hand was strength. And in his hand was strength. Good Lord. <laughs> I, I don't think sometimes that we, this is why I love the books mm -hmm. because you can stop for a moment and I, we can sit here for just a moment. Just like Frodo. Right. Sit there and just stare and marvel at this greatness. I, I, is that not the great piece? Like you it's, can pause a movie for sure. Yep. But I can, I can just, we can live in this right moment here. Yep. And I can, I'm still looking down this table yep. and I see these great men preparing for the war to come, yeah. you know, and things that this great battle and even just them being elevated by being together. Yeah. You know, like when, when you're with someone who, well, like when we get together, bro, I, I always <laughs> feel like I'm a better version of myself. You know what Dude, I mean? It, and so it's this thing of it's the theme of this story. It is. Know? It this, is this first, this first the, two yeah, books. Yeah. The, 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 um, the strength that comes with fellowship, the, the way others make you a better version of who you are, make, make you greater. Yeah. Um, and just the power that comes from that energy of, of people who want the same thing. Yeah. Yep. A good thing. Agreed. Yeah. And then we get into uh, Elrond. Yeah. Right? We go, we go to go Elrond. Ahead. So yeah. the face of Elrond was ageless, neither old nor young. What? Yeah. I mean, that alone, neither old nor young. Yep. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Though in it was written the memory of many things, both glad and sorrowful. His heir, his heir. <laughs> God. I'm so, I'm like, I feel like Frodo. <laughs> His hair was dark as the shadows of twilight, and upon it was set a circlet of silver. His eyes were gray as a clear evening, and in them was a light like the light of stars. Venerable he seemed as a king crowned with many winters, and yet hale as a tried warrior in the fullness of his strength. He was the lord of Rivendell and mighty among both elves and men. Yeah. Which is very fitting because he is both elf and yeah, man. Exactly. Um I have this next, I can't remember what this next paragraph has, but I also have it kind of, uh, mm -hmm. uh, um, pair, uh, whatever. Sure. Marked. Yeah. In the middle of the table against the woven cloths upon the wall, there was a chair under a canopy, and there sat a lady, fair to look upon. Now I remember why. <laughs> and so like was she in form of womanhood to Elrond that Frodo guessed, didn't even know, mm -hmm. that she was one of his close kindred. Young she was, and yet not so. Mm -hmm. The braids of her dark hair were touched by no frost. Her white arms and clear face were flawless and smooth, and the light of stars was in her bright eyes, gray as a cloudless night. Yet queenly she looked, and thought and knowledge were in her glance, as of one who has known many things that the years bring. Above her brow, her head was covered with a cap of silver lace, netted with small gems, glittering white, 
but her soft gray raiment had no ornament save a girdle of leaves wrought in silver. A sight to behold, man. A sight to behold. I mean, we're just like we're we're slammed in the face by beauty. Uh, um, uh, he 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 saw someone who who few mortals had ever seen. Uh, uh, I mean, he's sitting in in this yeah. this presence, and, and yeah. it's it's unreal, right? I mean, like yeah, like 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 um, like like he's he's experiencing individuals that that none in the Shire yeah even know exist, right? Right. right. The greatness of these individuals. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's the even star for her people. She is. She is, uh, you know, uh, Luthien, you know. Reborn. reborn essentially. <laughs> I mean, she is. And yeah. she has that beauty and she has that presence yeah. about her. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. You know, and so when you're reading this and right, you know, as, as a reread, we understand where it's going. Yeah. But, but right now. Wow, that's cool. Who is she? Right. And then it, to, to find out the connection here at the end is great. Okay. It's, Keep going. It's amazing. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. This is neat. I thought this was neat, actually. Uh, long had she been in the land of her mother's kin. Yeah. In, in Lorien, yep. beyond the mountains. That's right. You know, but lately she had returned to Rivendell, mm-hmm. right, in her father's house. Yeah, all right. So that, that's kind of neat to get a little history there and a little understanding. Um, yeah. and, and we learn about her brothers. Yeah. Two, Elodin and Elor here uh, were out upon errantry, for they rode often far afield with the rangers of the north, forgetting never their mother's torment in the den of the orcs. So just a little nugget. Yeah. Just a little nugget of the history of what happened to their mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and, and that is that is why they spend so much time out and abroad with the, with the rangers. Yeah. And that's also why uh, you won't hear us mention um, Strider or Aragorn yep. here. At yeah. this at this feast, yep, he's with them. Yep, he's, and, the, he's, and, he's, and a little nod to to the past of their relationship as well, right? Which mm-hmm. is another aspect of young Aragorn's life. Um, they're they're like brothers to him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Frodo says, or or th- such loveliness in living thing Frodo had never seen before nor imagined in his mind. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. big. Yep, that's big time. Okay, so wow. all right, well, we took a long time for that part. So let's. Uh, yeah, you want to? Uh, we can move on a little bit here. Let's, no let's get to to, to Gloin. Yeah, um, another tie back because I to think, the Hobbit. Exactly, and I think that's important, right? So as he as he's getting seated, and he's 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 impressed because he's seated amongst these great yeah. individuals, you yeah. know. Uh, but next to Frodo on his right, said a dwarf of important appearance, mm-hmm. uh, and he finds out. You know, uh, the dwarf says, "Welcome and well met," turning toward him. You know, Gloin at your service. He said and bowed, and Frodo, you know, recognizes that name. And am I right in guessing the Gloin? Yeah. <laughs> and isn't it cool too? It's a tie back to how, um, what, what, how they introduce themselves to Bilbo. Yes. At your service. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and then and then Frodo says something similar to what Bilbo said in The Hobbit. Yep. At your service and your families. Yep. Uh huh. Like it's just cool. I mean, I don't know if that's if that's a common thing or if that was like fate that he also you know they, or if they knew. Right. It's just it's just cool. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. really neat. Yeah. Um, and, and so, so going kind of inquires, they, they both bow, they both greet and, and he, um, they make this connection, uh, over, over Bilbo and his journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gloin, you know, there hasn't been anything like this since Bilbo mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. You, you four hobbits have got, I mean, just by leaving the Shire, you know, and I think back to the power that's there, my friend, uh-huh. uh, and them leaving, it, it's just something it's it is, the I way know. it's set up is, is unreal. Um, 
you know, this is being talked about. Yep. You know, Glenn, marveled at. Goin understands that something significant is happening. You know, when out of that place, that fair place, that fair land, you know, um, four have come. And I love that you said it right there. I love that that, that the word four is italicized. He's right. emphasizing that. He says, "What brings four hobbits yeah. on so long a journey?" Right. You know, he's used to to one tagging along, and here there are four right. who started off by themselves. Yes. No other companions. Exactly. Fantastic. <laughs> I know. Don't forget Fatty. Oh, never forget <laughs> Fatty or the sniffing. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. Um, Good. That's um, right. But, you know, in this, they want to kind of talk about what they can't talk about. So they just yeah, both table it. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? That's you know, right. Um, yeah. They want to talk about what has, what has brought Gloin here, and he mm-hmm. really can't say. Mm-hmm. And what has brought Frodo here, well, he really can't say. Right. So we're going to have a great council uh, tomorrow. Where things will be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a little nod here to Bjorn. Yeah. And Grim Bjorn. So, again, another tie back to... Mm-hmm. Well, and, and we hear about the Bjornings, we hear about Dale, mm-hmm. uh, we hear what's going on. Um, it's pretty much catching us up what's happened in the last, uh, since since the events of, of yeah, the Battle does. of the Five it, Armies. It very quickly goes, you know, even, even Bard the Bowman, right? Yeah, know, the Bardings. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Passing passing the rule on, you know, to his sons and his son. Yep. You know, um, you know he's a strong king and in his realm now reaches far south and east. You know, and, so cool. and basically orcs and, uh, and, and whatever else. Um, they, they they don't traverse that that land because yeah. they have so resisted it. Yeah. You know? So we might see that as another as another island. Yeah, that right? where, might be another good thing. Exactly, are, yep, that could be another, another island where where. And again, now hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Full circle here. Mm-hmm. What has Gandalf been working for this entire time? That mm-hmm. he wanted those to be some strongholds. The, the and that was the yes. So the foresight of Gandalf yeah. again. That was the purpose of yeah. of him helping Thorin. So and so, while you might think maybe that Thorin kind of he faltered and f- and failed in a way, yep. you know, the, the, but we the still quest needed, of the company was we needed his family and his kin, yep. you know, to be king under the mountain. Yep. you know, we need Dane to to, to reclaim to be there. that exactly. Yeah. It's like pieces on a chessboard, and that yeah, yeah. You, you know what I thought was interesting too. Yeah. Uh, he he uh, Gloin mentions that they've lost an art. They can't make. Yes, this was fascinating, fascinating wasn't it? Right. They, they can't make the armor uh, like their fathers before them. Um, now they had, which out- would have been an advantage for what's coming up. Absolutely. Um, but uh, oh, I can never pronounce it. What was it that Frodo? Mithril. Yeah. Thank yep. you. Yep. Like, like they, like. Well, I mean, not necessarily. Is did they make that? Didn't they? Is that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Made of, yeah. yeah. They, they mined it and they yeah were able right. to yeah. Because that's, that's where uh, uh, Frodo's vest or his chain or Bilbo's. Bilbo gets, yes, yes. exactly. Yep. Okay. From Thorin, he was given. Yeah. And so I thought of that anyways when I read yeah. this again. And I was thinking, yeah. wow, they really, um, but they had surpassed their fathers in that, you know, that they had brought the, the waterways. Yeah. You know, and and the, the roads and the, and the buildings. Metalwork. And, 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 and the mining. They, yeah. they, they had, they had uh, become great miners, right? Yeah. And builders. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was kind of neat to get caught up on them, and, and and you learn about the the ten companions who had survived the battle of the five armies. You know, um, seven yep. are still with us. Yeah, right. Um, but it's uh, they they don't have news of the other three. Right. Which uh, uh, yeah, or I guess their fate is unknown. Um, you see a shadow pass over Glowen's face. And he says, "We do not know yeah. uh, what's become of Balin, Ori, and Owen." Yeah. Um, in. Uh, well, does it say here they're in Moria? No, but it doesn't say that. We but know that's that's, that's where, where it's going. Yeah, and that yeah. influences our journey later on too. When, and, so. that, and and he does kind of tip his hat here, or his mm-hmm. 
hand a little bit in that he this is one of the reasons he's sent yeah mm-hmm. uh, they haven't heard word and, right. and something dark has happened yeah you know and they they fear for the loss of their kin yeah. you know and so yeah but they're older they're much yeah, older yes, now. They are. and yes, so they are. we'll see a new generation come here uh, next chapter That's right but you know um, so I love though that as they uh, they talk again a little bit more here um, they talk about the, Frodo's fondness with with Bilbo um, and yeah. talk about how he how he would like to see him again in place of all these different things, um, you know. It, almost like he's he's stepping in uh, for Bilbo here, and that he would like to go see all these great things. You know, yeah. and he's almost invited, um, you know, by Gloin to to come and, and take a look at the great yeah. things that they wouldn't. He wish that he could. You know, yep. I, I will come and see them if ever I can. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and then he says something uh, beautiful too. He says, you know. I would rather see Bilbo him than all the towers and places and the palaces in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, yeah. how, how highly he holds up his, his uncle. So, right. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it here. I, we might've skipped past it cause we we're trying to get through some of this, but uh, there's a lot to get through. I, I liked the idea that when he was talking to, he asked very politely, he said, you know, dwarves can, can go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, go on and on and on. Just let me yeah. know if I, if I'm, and he patiently listened. Hobbits right. are good listeners. Yep. Uh, they're good talkers. And that foreshadows and that comes later. a great right. conversation we're about You're to right. have. So. And I love how he's, uh, Tolkien says, though, actually he soon got rather lost among the strange names of people and places they had never heard of before. And I, I actually saw some foreshadowing of when we read into uh, the Silmarillion and, and some of the deeper tales. I'm like, I'm, I'm probably going to feel like Frodo at times. Absolutely. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's a lot of information. So it's nice to know that even Frodo feels that way at times. Well, that's why we're, we're doing a Hobbit's Guide. That's right, my <laughs> friend. That's right. Tailor made. Um, so let's see. Uh, okay. So Gandalf, right, kind of leads him through, you know, down the hall. And they, and they uh, I, th- I think the, I think time for eating is over, right? Uh the doors were thrown open. They went across a wide passage through to other doors and came into a further hall. You know, in it were no tables, but a bright fire was burning in a great hearth between, you know, uh, the, the, the cavern pillars upon either side. So Frodo found himself walking with Gandalf. This is the Hall of Fire. Hall of Fire. Which sounds kind of scary, but great place. Well, it, it actually, one of the tiebacks to the history is, is the fire uh, that was sent to to Middle Earth and this 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 mm. energy, right? And it's mm-hmm. being, you know, part of it is it's symbolic, but that it's being, oh yeah, harnessed and held here in in, in Rivendell. So uh, that they have a hall called the Hall of Fire, yeah. and that that was something that was coveted by, you know, um, all of the Valar and stuff. It was something that they couldn't get, but that was sent into, you know, the world. But anyways, and, and we and we learn that's that's a, that's a great tie, man. That that we that this fire is always burning. Year yep. round, right? But there's little other light, and then it's a place where you can always come and think, and be at peace, yeah, and in thought, right? Yes, yep. Almost like a, an area of, I don't know, it's just it's a place of refuge. Yeah, yeah, right? yep. Um, so as they go in, as they go in here, you know, we we, we note the absence of of Aragorn at the feast, yeah, mm-hmm. and we see someone sitting, yes, right, um, cloaked. Uh, I mean, and we're we're led to believe, right, that this is probably Strider over there. Yeah, this is kind of his. This is we saw the prancing pony, right? Uh, he's, this is he's, Mo. He's at it again. Yeah, you know, in a corner, looking, you know, brooding. Right. Yeah. Um, but we're surprised, aren't we? Right. We're surprised, right? Uh, you know, here is a friend that you have long missed, right? So Gandalf is, is leading him in here, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the dark figure uh, raised its head and uncovered its face. Um, actually. 
right before that kind of funny Elrond went forward and stood beside the silent figure awake little master he said yeah, so there we have a we have a hint there that's right <laughs> right um now at last the hour has come that you have wished for frodo so it's actually um Elrond who's speaking here is a friend you have long missed mm-hmm. and uh, you know bilbo the crowd you know bilbo and here it is and hello frodo my lad right mm-hmm. um and so there's this awesome you know connection that they have uh just getting back to to one another hasn't seen him in a long time has been wanting to see him for you know years yeah you know right um so so as i have a question here sure okay it's been dying to see him for years yeah right he's been with him at his side or by his side most of the time right he's just hasn't been awake yeah they're having a big feast yeah everyone's invited but he's in the hall of fire deep in thought in a corner yeah. by himself okay why 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 is he in there why wouldn't he be at the feast celebrating Frodo right connecting with him in that moment instead he's in he's in shadow and thought and has to be woken up by Elrond is it because he's exhausted from from tending to helping you know being by Frodo's side this whole time and that's a good Did point he come because here for it's, refuge? it's not because he doesn't know Frodo's in there right no it's um, yeah he knows Frodo's in there right and he has been with Frodo this whole time. Right. Is it is it is he resting up and recovering from that? Or is he... To- it, I mean, is, is there think? something deeper with... Okay. With, is, is there some jealousy? Yeah. Is there some some inner torment and tor- and turmoil with with Frodo's possession? Something that, that he remembers. Something that mm-hmm. was his once. Something that maybe he's secluding himself so that he's not tempted to... I don't know, man. It's just very. It's very interesting that that this is how we come by. This is how we 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 our many meeting with Bilbo is is this way. Yeah. It might be nothing. I might be reading too much well, into it. You know, but I think it's very interesting. Right, right, right. That he's right. off secluded. Someone who you know, Rivendell is like a second home to him. That's my foot, babe. Sorry. You can rub it if you want. <laughs> and and you know his his nephew whom he loves, whom he he's saved, you know, and and given a home to all those years ago, and and. He's here. Well, he's, he says, you know, um, I don't go in for such things much now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and I had, and I had something else to do. I don't know. It's kind of a, you it's know, up for interpretation, is it not? It is. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Uh, I, I would. Say. I just think it's interesting. I'm like, yeah, man, interesting. He was sitting and thinking, right? I do mm-hmm. a lot of that nowadays, mm-hmm. and it's the it's the best place to do it. So, uh, wake indeed. He said, cocking an eye at Elrond, <laughs> um, and there was a bright twinkle in it. And had no sign of sleepiness that Frodo could see. I was not asleep. Right? He wasn't asleep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He disturbed him. He was right in the middle of making a song. I was stuck over a line or two, right? Yeah. Uh, Elrond laughs. Uh, he's looking for his friend. Yeah. Right? And he calls him... Um, the Dunadan. The, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, and so that is a, is, a, is a clue to us. Yes. Right? Who, who um, know a little bit of the history. It's not yes. much, but yeah. know enough that this is a clue to somebody who we've already met. Right, but Frodo doesn't know a that. man of many names. Right, of many names. Yeah, another butterbroom mode. I just wanted to bring this up. Very interesting. You know, uh, uh, hobbits love food. Yeah, we didn't get any reaction as to what they ate. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Well, I think there's no like you know the food is amazing. The hobbits really enjoyed. it. They had their fill. I don't think elves put as much of an emphasis on food. No, not to the, not to the extent of hobbits, obviously. And so right. maybe you know. I mean, maybe it wasn't really food that they were digging or whatever. Maybe it was a little healthy. Maybe they were eating clean like us. Yeah. You know, and the hops were like, okay, it was fine. Right. I, I'm, I feel good, but <laughs> I, I don't you. feel, you know. Yeah. 
It could be. It could be. Interesting. It's just interesting. Yeah. A lot of other times we hear mention of the food. Right. It's brought up exactly what they ate, They're how much they ate. They forward to the feast. They said that. But they were. Didn't really talk about. Didn't talk about the food. No. We just get It's all about the, the company. Kind of, yeah. It's a dreamy like place, too. Yeah. Where, true. You know. True. Uh, Bilbo says it's hard to stay awake until you get used to it. I know, man. Yeah. Wasn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me of another place that we've been. Old house, Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Very Good interesting. Point. Um, so they decide to go, you know, find his friend, mm-hmm. right? And, and he's like, you know, then the two, the two of you, once we find him, you can go in a corner and you can finish your task. You know? <laughs> and, and he's like, we'll hear it and we'll judge it before we end our merrymaking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they actually send out messengers to find Bilbo's friend. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, they take care of Bilbo. Bilbo means a lot. He's a, he's a significant he's guest. Re- yeah. A place of, of reverence. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, once, you know, meanwhile, they, they kind of sat side by side and um, mm-hmm. Sam comes in, right? And, and they're talking in soft voices, right? There's music going on in the hall. Um, you know, Bilbo had not much to say of himself. You know, when he had left Hobbiton, he wandered off aimlessly along the road. This is so interesting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or in the country on either side. But somehow he had steered all the time towards Rivendell. Why is that? You know, Great question. Right? Um, I got here without much adventure, he said. And after a rest, I went on with the dwarves to Dale, my last journey. Um, I shan't travel again. Uh, old, old Balin had gone away. You know, I came back here, and, and basically he's been writing in his book. He's been making songs. Um, she sings occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, time doesn't seem to pass yeah, here. Yeah, that was very interesting. It just is. It just is. A remarkable place altogether. Yeah, yeah, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um I have this next part. Yeah, this is an important part. Care if I read this next paragraph? Yes. Okay, so I hear all kinds of news from all over the mountains and out of the south, but hardly anything from the Shire. I heard about the ring, of course. Gandalf has been here often. Not that he has told me a great deal. He has become closer than ever these few days, uh, or these few year, these last few years. The Dunedain has told me more. Uh, fancy that ring of mine causing such a disturbance. It is a pity that Gandalf did not come out did not find out more sooner. I could have brought the thing here myself long ago without so much trouble. I have thought several times of going back to Hobbiton for it, but I am getting old, and they would not let me. Gandalf and Elrond, I mean. They seemed to think that the enemy was looking high and low for me and would make mincemeat of me if he caught me tottering about the wild. Yeah. Hmm. I think they would have, and I, I, yeah. I think that's, you know... Um, now... I look at his motivation sometimes, and I honestly, I think a part of it, there's some, there's a longing for it, you know, but can I, can, can I ask you something? So the torment yeah. that Frodo would have had to, to endure, yeah. um, had Sauron got the ring and yes. have it taken from him. Yeah. So, so Gollum was tormented. Yes, he was. Uh, to see that ring with someone else. Yeah. Um, Frodo, he says, would be tormented if it was taken from him. Yeah. Uh, Bilbo gave it up. And I think that's the difference. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, that, that's why they said in the beginning that was, that may have made all the that's difference. True. That's very, very true. Is that he, very he, true. he gave it up willingly. And I think there's great strength in this line. And I think there's great strength in Bilbo. That's a, that's a great his, point. In his family. I, I, you know, honestly, that, that's something that I had, had overlooked in this passage. Well, I just think that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. It, it mean, does make. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And that's it's something small, but it was like Gandalf emphasizes. At one point, we talked about it in the yeah, podcast. We did. That may have made all the difference. All the difference, in right the world. there. That he that he gave it up of his own. Man, that changes my lens. 
Well, we, you can still go down no, whatever route I know, you want. No, I just, yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense, as. Well, and he, he says, you know, the ring is passed on, Bilbo. You know, it would, it would do no good to you or to others if you tried to meddle with it yeah, again. Yeah. So I do think there's still a longing. There is still there's a longing. Still and look there. again who it is helping him get rid of that longing or put down that longing. It's Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. give it up, but it wasn't without a lot and a lot of oh, help. Oh, my gosh. And it, yeah. it was from that wizard right there exactly. speaking wisdom to him, keeping him accountable, saying, His you still have it. Leave it, man. Yes. Right. Yep. You Absolutely. can't trick me. I'm a wizard. And him here again. You know, he has this longing for it again. You know, even saying, you know, I would have come back and, 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 and brought it here. You know, no problem. Which right. I believe is sincerity. But there's also another will working through that. Yeah. Right. There's another will of yeah. Get it back to Bilbo. He's an old. He's an old hobbit. We'd hunt him down. We get him. Yeah. You know. And so we're gonna take just a minute here to kind of talk about this next part because I think it is. I think it's interesting. It ties into what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Bilbo is inquiring about the ring. He wants to see it again. You know. Um, he's like, yeah, I've got it. It looks just the same as it ever did. Right. Um, well, I should. I should just like to see it. To, you know. For a moment. It is interesting. But right before that too, it says uh, Frodo uh, answered, feeling a strange reluctance. Yes. Strange reluctance, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why he, he, instead of just pulling it out, he, he says, you know, it looks, looks just the, the same, same as, as it always. ever did. And he's, he's definitely more guarded of it because of what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Right? He's I'm like, sure. I don't want to get it out again no matter what. Right, he doesn't really want to deal with it. No. Yeah, that, that makes sense too. Um, so if he finds out that once he, when he's dressing, he actually he recalls that he has the, he has the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, New Bilbo, chain around his neck. Yep. Yeah, Bill will put out his hand. So um, slowly he drew, he, he, he drew it out. Bill will put out his hand. But Frodo quickly drew back the ring. To his distress and amazement, he found that he was no longer looking at Bilbo. A shadow seemed to have fallen between them, and through it he found himself eyeing a little wrinkled creature with, hung- with a hungry face and a bony, groping hands. Um, he felt a desire to strike him. This uncle that he loves so much, Frodo felt a desire to strike him. Yeah. Now. Let's to, get into I, this, baby. I, I talked to Lane about this, and I do want to know what everyone thinks. And I, uh, as a part of the thread, um, you know, take it for what it is. Uh, I, again, I we would, want to start conversation, don't we? We want to start conversation, yeah. but we also uh, please remember, you know, as being in the book club, right? It's positivity. We want to, yep. to, you know, I mean, if somebody makes a good point, or if, if it's not, if it's completely off the mark or whatever, just be kind to one another, and and you know, we're these things are open up for, for interpretation yep. at some point and they did that in the film in my opinion I think they showed the shadow uh, falling on Bilbo and it's showing him his face gets darker he gets enraged you know and he like lashes out at Frodo for yeah. a second right yeah. the way I read this is that the, sh- the, the shadow fell on Frodo and, and that he was the one who so from his point of view he looked through and what he saw now what 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 everyone else saw might have just been normal bilbo just looking to see the ring yeah but what frodo saw was not just old bilbo he saw something different he all of a sudden this uncle that he loved was someone who was holding his his hand out for the ring yeah. and he wanted to strike him yeah and i think they just did it differently they did, they they took it a different direction and i always kind of you know go back to the Hobbit and, and Bilbo's strength and stuff like that. And, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I almost forgot to read this part. Um, okay. The music and the singing yeah. around them seemed to falter and a silence fell. Bilbo looked quickly at Frodo's face and passed his hand across his eyes. I understand now, he said. Put it away. I'm sorry. Sorry you have come in for this burden. 
Sorry about everything. Don't adventures ever have an end? I suppose not. Someone else always has to carry on the story. Well, it can't be helped. I wonder if it's any good trying to finish my book. But don't let's worry about it now. Let's have some real news. Tell me about the Shire. Okay. So, so back up there a little mm-hmm. bit. And mm-hmm. what do you got? What are your thoughts? Well, and you made a couple of good points. Okay. You said they're, you know, being off the mark. This is a huge mark. And I think no matter where you throw your axe, no matter mm-hmm. where you shoot your arrow, mm-hmm. You're on, man. This is cool. This is amazing. Yeah, you can go a lot of different ways. Absolutely, you can. And I'm about to go in a, in a very weird way. Okay. And it's and it's just in my own mind, right? You know, we, we like we, we always talk about you know imagining things. Yeah. And um, and using our, our imagination and our and our point of view and just going going crazy. Sure. It's okay to go sure. crazy. These books encourage it. It's fantasy for crying out loud. Um, yeah. yours is something really. Uh, crap. What did you say, man? There's something else that you said that was. The shadow falling on on Frodo. Yeah, but it was something else. I can't remember. Again, here you go, Butterbur. One thing drives out another. No, you're. Fine. Um, so what I see here is this, and really, I'm glad you read that second part because that reaffirmed, um, and it kind of it kind of bolsters up what I what I envision. Right. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the movies. Yeah. It has to do with what we're reading right now. Sure. The shadow seemed to a, a shadow seemed to have fallen between them and 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 through it. He found himself eyeing a wrinkled. So what I see is this passing of great burden. Even though the, the ring has been a huge burden for Frodo. Yeah, yeah. This great burden of um, being being consumed. Yeah. Which Bilbo has had. Yes. And does he still carry it on? Yes, he does. But it's almost like, almost like this possession. Because we haven't seen Frodo yeah. this reluctant yet. We haven't seen him this attached to it. I think it has to do with the Morgul blade stab. Yeah. I think it has to do with what he's been through. I think it has to do with this sense of what he's going to ha- where he's where he's going into. Right. And it's and it's built and Bilbo is kind of seeing like that this 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 is moving away from him. This yeah. is no longer his. And it's yeah. almost like this this possession of the shadow. Yeah. Goes from Bilbo and passes into Frodo. Yeah, and maybe what he sees is, he sees his uncle this way. Yeah, but really, what he's seeing is this coming into him, and that's what he will become. That's what he has the potential to become. To become yeah. This this obsession, this uh, uh, addiction, yeah, to the ring is now. And he's just been into told. Him. He, he's just been told that by Gandalf. Yes, he you know just earlier in this chapter. Yes, so I I can kind of I can see that you know, um, and also I almost wonder. The shadow passing between them. Yeah. Is it their relationship is fractured in some way? That. Or or also just the idea that this is two ring bearers coming together. Uh-huh. There you go. And, and so there's a lot of something going on here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whatever you may think it is. But uh, I think each of them, that shadow, that veil, whatever it is that's, that's between them, both could be perceiving something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, could be perceiving things different ways. And maybe we only get like Frodo's. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 I don't know. And both and both have also worn the ring. Yeah. Which transports you to a shadow world. Yes. Uh-huh. They've been there. Yeah. Dude, it's so interesting. It's something to think about. It is so cool to break um, down. Yeah. So, you know, I'd love to hear what, what people have to thoughts on that. You know, just uh, what you're thinking as you go back and look at it. I, and, I love this it. moment in the movie, though, don't you? Yeah. I love do, too. It. I, 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 I and the do. way that where the Bilbo just kind of breaks down, and he yeah. has this 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 uh, a moment of just I'm sorry, I'm so sorry that this has happened to you. It's it's my fault. Like right. that you have to carry this now. Yeah. Um, 
He wishes it would have never come to, to any of them. Right, you of know? course. Wishes course. none of this would have ever happened. Yep. Um, so anyways, now it's time to move on, though. So uh, he's building back passes. to... Yeah he's, yeah, he's back to smiling and laughing and right. You know, and, and, and suddenly... Um, you know, Strider comes back in, right? And they had this back and forth, like Strider, what? You know, yeah. Uh, who's that? Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what they call him in Bree, right? Yep. So, um, you know, uh, let's see. Uh, but he was talking about where he was, right? And and he was with Arwen's brothers, right? You know, can we pause for a second? Yeah, like pause the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And come back to it. There's a go. bat in the bedroom. Go, 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 go. You want to help me get go, it out? Go, go. Yeah. You help me get it out. Are you afraid of bats? Uh, guys, there's a bat upstairs. A couple bats in the bedroom. We'll be right back. Uh, 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 it's <laughs> so, um, I like how you're like, we're fine. We're just gonna, uh, what do I do here? Uh, so guys, sorry about that. Uh, everything just got kind of derailed. Um, Goldberry was attacked by a bat. Yeah. Um, Lane saved the day. Uh, I was a member of his fellowship. I was there. You gave me strength. You were um, my, you were my Glorfindel. I was glad. I was, I was guiding the way this bat was attacking Sarah up oh, in the room. Yeah, and so, like Lane went up there and uh, you know took a uh, a shirt. Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm a little worried. I felt a little pricking, so I'm. I think it tried to bite my hand, and I'm kind of worried. I have uh, yeah. rabies. It's incurable. Yeah. Okay. All right. We won't. We won't. So, sorry. But I guess that. Frodo was foaming at the mouth after the the Morgul blade. So I mean, right. it's the same thing. Right. They are my black riders. <laughs> Uh, so sorry about that, guys. You could not have. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Lane was like, uh, uh, "I gotta go. I gotta go." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" And as uh, is a gracious friend, who said, "That's fine, man. We'll just pause it. We'll pick up." So yeah, here we yeah, are. Yeah, we're good. So we're fine. Let's, um, let's sorry about that, guys. Let's let's dive back in here. Um, try to finish this out. See what we got left in us. Um, Great shadow had just passed. Yeah. yeah also yeah. very fitting for what just happened. Right. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, it we're does. feeling better now. Right. Um, but but no, we were we were building up to uh, Strider's back. We were we had a man of yeah. many names, yep. um, you know, and, and he they have this back and forth, and, and they're talking about, you know, um, Strider kind of wants Bill. But, yeah, I got you. Come on over to the corner. Yep. I'll yep. help you finish your, your song. It was so neat. You could tell that they had they had had a good relationship. Yeah, they'd and been they friends. Were, they were right? friends, which yeah. is something that's lost in the films. Exactly. We don't get that at they all. They are good friends, probably yes. for years. Yes. Years. Yeah. And Frodo just meets him is is, is fond of him. Yeah. You know. Um, and so this also gives. I would think this would give Strider, if there was any doubt. Well, there's no doubt left at all. But just bonus points, like he's an old friend of Bilbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love Bilbo. Boom. Right. He's the well, man. Well, and then. Yeah, um, yeah. The fact that he's close with Bilbo too. I mean, he's going to be close with Frodo too. He cares. He'll care about him. And we get this. We get this explanation of why um, why Bilbo has been calling him the Dunadan. Yeah. Right. Right. And and uh, Frodo says, "Why do you call him Dunadan?" And uh, Bilbo responds with, "The Dunadan." Right. He is often called that here. But I thought you knew uh, enough Elvish at least to know Dun Adan, Man of the West, Numenorian. Mm-hmm. But this is mm-hmm. not the time for lessons. He turned to Strider, where have you been, my friend? And that's where they go off. And, right, right. You know, Lady Arwen's here, he says, uh-huh. <laughs> or was here at the feast. You missed out, bud. Right, right. So we get a little hint there that, oh, okay, there's something between Arwen and and this Aragorn guy. Right, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, so so they take off, right? Frodo's left to himself, and he kind of falls asleep here. This is bizarre, isn't it? Yes, Sam has already fallen asleep. and, and I, Did he really? Did he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, you can't trust him. Yeah, back back with Gildor, he didn't. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, 
So, you know, there's, there's never forget the sleeping, never forget the sleeping, um, or the lack thereof. And there's all this, uh, it's beautiful melodies. Um, they're interwoven Mm -hmm. words in the elven tongue, you know, um, even though he understood them a little, um, you know, sort of held him in like this spell like state, right. You know, he's in and out of sleep. Yeah. Um, and he's actually washes over him like a a swelling, uh, gold river is what he feels like. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Takes him. So yeah, anyway, so he g- goes into the sleep, right? Um, he wandered into this long dream of music that turned yeah. in uh, that turned into running water mm-hmm. and then suddenly into a voice and it seemed to be the voice of Bilbo yeah. chanting verses. Chanting verses. Um, you know, and this is this is a lot. But I think, it you is. know, uh, Lynn, you've done a little bit of, of research on this and Well, full disclosure, I read it on the toilet. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, and I was like, I was just... Best place to think. You know, it can be. I think Bilbo has done his fair share, uh, yeah. you know, on the pot. And anyway, it, it just, um, it, it was just, I was digging it, man. I was grooving to it. There's there's some amazing, uh, some some consonants that goes on. There's some, uh, uh, just some some rhythm. It's it's beautifully written. Um, and it's all about Arendil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Arendil is the patriarch of Numenorians. And he's actually he's actually Elrond's dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Um, he's the father of of also Elros, who is Elrond's twin brother. And Elros chose to live as a man, and he's actually the first king of Numenor. Yeah. So this song Bilbo singing has a link to both Elrond, but it also has a link to our very own Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is it's just kind of cool it's some more history and it's just beautifully written Arendil was a mariner that tarried in Arvernian he built a boat of Timberfeld in Nimbrathel to journey in her sails he wove of silver fair of of silver were her lanterns made her prow was fashioned like a swan and light upon her banners laid in Penelope of ancient kings in chained rings he armored him uh, his shining shield was scored with runes to ward all toward and harm from him. Toward all wounds and harm from him. Sorry. His his bow was made of dragon horn. His arrows shorn of ebony. His bow. Oh my gosh, dude! You know what? Forget it. I'm, I'm messing it up here. Oh no, you're fine. Me- it's it's the adrenaline from the bats, guys. Yeah. Uh, his you don't have to read the whole thing. I think you know. Okay. We'll skip ahead no, to the to, end. Just to the pieces that you kind of, that you kind of like, you know, I can give everybody a quick description too. Because the, the Silmarils are in it, man. He's well, okay. So hold on. So hold on. Yeah. So he does kind of, he, it sets up, you know, who he is, right. Uh, describes his coming and goings to, yeah. um, to Valinor, right. It talks about his wife. And like you mm-hmm. said, it's got the Silmaril bound. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the, 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 the jewel there. Um, so there's just a lot of different histories about his, Cummings, his origins, you know, and, and, and who he is and, um, you know, how he, how he built this ship and, you know, um, how he left Valinor and he, you know, passed over Middle Earth and became a star. Mm-hmm. Is that, is at the Arendelle end? Arendelle is our, yeah, the greatest star, the yeah. elves say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's beautiful, beautifully written. Uh, one of my favorite, can I read one of my favorite lines? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, man, I, dude, I was on the toilet and I was reading it like... Yeah. My pronunciations were good. My rhythm was there. I know it sounds like it's Ooh, okay. a fishtail, but it really was. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, by past that seldom mortal goes, his boat it bore with biting breath, as might of death across the gray and long forsaken seas, distressed from east to west, he passed away. Just, I mean, it's just like beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. 
A lot of depth, a lot of meaning, a lot of background there. So uh, you could dig into that and get lost for years. Well, and, and we, we're going to cover some of this in our, our yes, uh, Histories of the Middle Earth, That's you know, right. in that in that series that we do, because he is a pretty big deal in the first age. And, and is, I think he's considered one of the first um, first of the of the firstborn to, to reach uh, Amun, right? Oh, and, to, yeah. and to get the, so I don't know, there's just different pieces that we're going to have to um, pull apart. Dig into. Yeah. Yeah later on so um yep okay um let's see and elf wants an encore yeah they do don't yeah. they which bilbo says doesn't happen very often and he he has this challenge he's like you know which who who uh who wrote which parts right right yeah <laughs> there's the me, trick to it yeah me or or, or um or aragorn uh, or the or the dunadon and uh, it's just hilarious, this little dialogue. It is not easy for us to tell the difference between two mortals, said the elf. Nonsense, Linder, snorted Bilbo. If you can't distinguish between a man and a hobbit, your judgment is poorer than I imagined. They're as different as peas and apples. Maybe to sheep, other sheep no doubt appear different, laughed Linder. Or to shepherds. But mortals have not been our study. We have other business. I won't argue with you, said Bilbo. I am sleeping after so much music and singing. I'll leave you to your guess if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says, I yeah. often don't get a, a second hearing. And that was, he said that to Frodo. And Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good little bit. And, 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 and who wrote it, Ez? Huh? Who wrote it? The whole thing? Yeah. Bilbo. Bilbo. Yeah. That's right. That's the, that's the trick, Except right? for one part. There was uh-huh. one part that, yeah. uh, that Aragorn wanted, insisted on putting in, and it's the, it, about a green stone. Yeah. And this is the elf stone. Okay. Okay, and the elf stone is something that we talked about. Something that like they really missed missed out on because um, Panamu and New Zealand jade is a naturally green stone from New Zealand. It's something like kiwi that they oh, could have, yeah. or actually Maori that they could have worked into the film. Um, it's the stone of Arendil, and it's passed on to um, Aragorn. It's passed on to the Elisar. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yes. Um, so that's why he wants that little tidbit. He wants it mentioned. Put in there. Yes. I mean, I, I think it's funny, too, that he thinks, you know, it's uh, if he's got the cheek, if, if, if Bilbo's got the cheek to um, to try and write his own tale of Arendelle, yeah. right? I mean, just, and how because he's such a revered that's true. You know, figure, right, in, yeah. in their lore and their history and their coming to be and, and the, the war against Morgoth and things like that. It's such a big deal. Yep. Um, that... If you've got the cheek to, to go ahead and write, he just he was kind of I think blown away that. But that's what hobbits don't get. They, they, mm. Like he he just he likes the story and he wants to tell it yep. in his own way. Yep. And stuff. And he's not trying to do any in, in that simplicity. You know, he's not. And it's actually not simple at all. No. It's a very well written. Um, it makes you think that that the Dunedain wrote all of it. Yes. Or at least large parts of it. Right. Right. But but it's he's kind of showing off too, isn't he? He is showing off his yeah. skill. A little that's, bit. that's what his that's his, yeah. part of his personality too. He's he's a proud proud of his of his knowledge and his his uh his wit and genius yeah yeah so anyways um so there's an there's a neat bit there we'll dive into that more later when we've got the uh, energy after the bad attack here oh my gosh um, so, so so what else um goes on here that there's more merrymaking going on um it's this is where they talk about being difficult to to keep mm-hmm. awake uh until you get used to it Bilbo said not that hobbits would ever acquire you know quite the elvish appetite for music and poetry and tales uh they seem to like them as much as food or more mm-hmm. um you know, they'll be going on for quite a long time. What do you say we, we slip off um, for some more quiet talk? Yeah. 
you know, and, I, and can we? <laughs> said Frodo. <right? laughs> of course, this merrymaking is not business. Um, come and go as, as as you like, you know, as, as yeah. long as you don't make a noise. Yeah. <laughs> there are some towns I've passed through where I felt like that. Well, and it's also kind of like, I wonder, you know, these hobbits can sneak away. They're, they're, that's true. Yeah. That's so right. I think that's what they're trying to do is to, to sneak point. off here. So, that's a good point. Um, but it, neat here, a little, little scene as they um, take off and, the, and they're leaving in spite of the uh, delight of Bilbo's company, Frodo felt a tug of regret as they passed out of the Hall of Fire. Even as they stepped over the threshold, a single clear voice rose in song. Yeah. So good. Isn't it? I mean, I just want to, I'm like, I'm with Frodo, just stopping. Yeah. They take this song up. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I know. Isn't it awesome? It, it's so cool. So in the movies, we get this with uh, Gildor's group of elves. Right. Moving Believe through, it. and we just, they see right. it in passing. They're, you know, they're going, they're going yeah. to the yeah. Grey Havens. They're leaving Middle-earth forever. But this song happens in Rivendell yeah and it's in the, about in the Hall of fire yep. and it's it makes a lot of sense right yep. and they've they've been telling histories already Bilbo's yep. got them started here and, and Frodo know. used this name on Weathertop he yes. doesn't even know necessarily where it came from exactly I yeah. Elbereth Gathoniel yeah. boom and he and and we've learned um that um Elbereth is the wife of Manwe and she's yeah. the lady of the stars yeah. so again we're in we're in Rivendell and it's all about the stars yeah yeah from Arendil to um, Elbereth, yeah. and and even uh, later as we see, we're about to go now. Frodo and Bilbo looking up at the stars. Yeah, just start. There's, there's like obsession with with, with it, and with all things ethereal and heavenly. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and it makes sense. And, and again, I keep saying the more that we learn about these histories, you know, and and the lamps and the trees and the lights that were, you know, um, in the first age and before it. Yeah, uh, it's very interesting to kind of you know take a look at that. So yeah, so and beautiful. I guess I guess the the fire even in the Hall of Fire is another yeah. allusion to that, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it is so rich. It's so rich, man. Yeah. So, he, so and then we get another one. We get another allusion to a star. Yeah. This next portion here, um, where Frodo halted for a moment. Is this what oh you're getting my into? Gosh. Sorry. No, I forgot. I I forgot about this little bit here. I love this part. Um, yeah. He he halts and, and sees Lady Arwen. He, as he's looking back, yeah. right, and one and, last look, one last look there, right, and uh, there's a neat little, you know, air grown. He's 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 uh, standing there beside her, right. His dark cloak was thrown back. He seemed to be clad in elven mail, uh, and a star shone on his breast. Yeah, yeah, which we know is the even star. It's a the you know her jewel that she passes to yeah to Aragorn right as yeah. a as a representation of her, her yeah her, her love and her the, love and, and, and her life she's chosen that's right yeah um, a mortal life yep yeah well, and they're speaking together right and then suddenly yeah. it seemed to frodo that arwen turned towards him the light of her eyes fell on him from afar you know one thing they do a good job of this in the in the film um more so than they do here is her well that, that maybe it is later i take that back mm. they talk about later in the book mm. i'm so sorry it's mm. it's it's another book but her foresight, her powers, yeah. you know, the, 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 the gifts that she has. Yeah. She is no, I mean, you yeah, know. She's not, nothing to be trifled with. No. Right. And, and yeah. so. The no one that, to be trifled with. Right. Yeah. The, thing, the, the things that she sees later on, her, her um, 
I don't know, she, she's radiant and she, yeah. she has, she's, she's blessed and she's, um, she's awesome. Yeah. So there's more to her than what we get right here. I'll just yes. say that yes. a lot more. Yep. Um, so he's, he's enchanted, right? You know, um, uh, the, this song, right? He's like, and, and Bilbo kind of says, they'll sing that and other, other songs of the blessed realm many times tonight. Come on. Isn't I, it funny too? uh, the light of her eyes fell on him from afar and pierced his heart. Yeah. We open this chapter learning that that, that Morgul blade was intended, the evil, pure evil was intended to pierce his heart. And now he is looking, you know, catching this this glance of pure beauty Yeah, that pierces yeah. his heart. Absolutely. It just flips it on its head. It's amazing. Yeah. So now it's time for them to go out to the garden, yeah. right? And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and basically um, they looked south across the, you know, the Bruinen, they're 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 kind of gazing up at the stars, as you said, yeah, right? Feels like a summer night. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and and they're talking, and basically, this is where I think it's it's just it's a, it's a nice way to close this. Mm, it is two hobbits talking. Yep. Get outside of all this stuff that is names that are hard, you know, ancient histories, things that are so serious, yep. and, and and everything, and just bring it back down for a calm, good bit of conversation. And Bilbo gets carried away in the tales of the of the of the youngest hobbits and their pranks, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that are going on mm-hmm. back in the Shire. Yep. And he just something he's longed for that he hasn't had. Oh, I bet you this went so much to him, yeah. you know, uh, just to one be re- reunited with his with his nephew and, and someone he loved and passed yeah. everything on to. Yep. You know, and to know that he's here. Yeah. What are the odds? Did Bilbo ever think that would happen? Well, yeah, because he didn't even know he was he no. was headed in that direction in the first place. No, exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's so it's such a unexpected. There you go. You know, meeting and, and, and even journey in and of itself, yeah. and it's a, all a big tie back. But this conversation, it just makes you feel good, doesn't it? It really just does. Just a couple of hobbits sitting down. It really does. Having it's, a conversation, like you said again, it's and it's, it's you know, like we talked about in other portions, it's a short. It's for you know the last few paragraphs. Yeah. Of this yeah. chapter, but you just want to stop here, like those descriptions with with those those the big three at the table yeah you just want to you want to pause this and just kind of linger here yeah because it's just it just feels so nice and we know that these these nice feeling uh moments are far and few between Mm -hmm. right especially now that we're we're getting ready to plunge into this this journey or getting ready to go into a council where no one really knows exactly what it's about you know people are there for different reasons things are known in part right now they're not known fully so Yeah. yeah Well, and they, they get caught, they get caught up in, and, um, it's more now moved from just those conversations in the Shire, right. To a shared situation, right. A shared, um, journeys and, and things and, and like doing things that hobbits never thought, like no one else, I mean, Mary Pippin and Sam are coming close with these journeys, you know, it's just like kind of this last, I love that there's not much said. Yeah that they don't tell us much about what was talked about. Can you speculate for a second what was passed on to Frodo? Yep. What, you know, I know it says, like, 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 all it really says is that they spoke no more on the small news of the Shire far away, nor of the dark shadows and the perils that encompassed them, but of the fair things they had seen in the world together, of the elves, the stars, of trees, and the gentle fall of the bright year in the woods. Yeah. So they're just kind of it's a it's a night it's just a, do you know what I'm saying? The, oh, I absolutely. Know it's what different. Saying. We're not catching up on anything. Nope. It's those nights where you and I sit out here by the fire. It's deep level stuff. Deep. You yep. know Spiritual. what does it all mean? Why are we all here? Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. Um, you know, marveling at the beauty. 
Marveling. Just marveling at the yeah. beauty. Look at the, look at those stars. Often, you know? often when, when I leave here, we'll stand at you know at, at out in the, in the road and look up because I can see all yep. the stars. You can see the, you know, the just, night man, sky so clearly. That, you know? and yeah, it's yeah. like, it. Maybe know. we are more drawn to, to elves than, or maybe me because I've always said they kind of freak me out. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am more drawn to them than I realize. Yeah, I'm always looking at the stars. Yep. Yeah, one more. Yeah, it's true. Well, and it's just yeah. and, and the the hobbits do too. It's just in a different way. It's yeah, a, that's it's true. A, it's a way in which is I think. I don't know if it's almost like a more innocent, pure, just yeah. a different, just a different kind of respect something. and, and yeah. uh, reverence. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, you gotta have room for that. And that's what makes them special. So, yeah. um, and you almost, like you said, you almost don't want to leave. <laughs> no, don't I, mean, want I like to. this. The, the crickets are chirping. We're right. looking at the stars. Yeah. We're going to leave that going for a little it's, bit. It's a nice dewy night. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, at last there came a, a knock on the door. Yeah. Begging your pardon. You, you know, Sam put his head in. Uh, I was just wondering if you were wanting anything. Yeah, yeah that's not what he was. Bilbo knows. Right. You know, you've, you've been sent, you know. Um, you know, and he says, uh, I'm begging <laughs> yours, Sam Gamgee. You know, I guess you mean it's time for your master, you know, to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he said, well, sir, there is a council early tomorrow. You know, I hear. And he only just got up today for the first time. So, you know, Sam cares. He Always looking after sure. his master. Yeah, don't yep. forget. We've got to get some sleep. We've got stuff, you know, to to yeah. go over, yeah. you know, and, uh, and what have you. So, um, so they say their farewells, you know, yeah. um, time, time for bed. Yep. Time for night. That's right. So sleep well. Yeah. Sleep well. Man, what a good chapter. Dude. It's a good chapter. I know. And, and, and I, <sighs> I and, we, and again, I, we do apologize for the interruption. It's, it's, uh, not planned. Uh, had to unexpected. go unexpected, had to go on a little adventure there, but, uh, <sighs> uh, that's okay. It is what it is. And, uh, yes. You know, um, so we went over the cool connections. I think we've really, you know, dove into those yeah. already. So yeah, we um, let's see here. Uh, we got to save some room for about 10 minutes, two of our. our so we'll, we'll just kind of jump right into Bywater Post. Let's That's do cool. it. Get another okay. post. Um, all right. So we have a. Um, well, we got a, a decent Bywater Post. Uh, and here's the other thing, too, guys. I, you're, I think you're catching up. Those who, who started from the beginning and are catching up, we're starting to get more of your Bywater Posts. Uh, and in your your um, Tolkien stories in our uh, Gmail, yeah, which is perfect. So again, if you've posted it somewhere and we haven't read it, yeah, please either rewrite it or copy and paste it and just email it to an unexpected pod. Is yeah. that right? An unexpected pod, an unexpected pod at, gmail. at gmail.com yeah. so that we can have it in one place and we're gonna go through it one order. at a time. Yeah. And that way we can we can get it together. Well, we so. can really see what's timestamped there. And so like this week yes. we've got you know uh, Brian Rosada, um, um, and basically you know I can see I can put them in a folder. It's nice and neat uh, and things like that. And I have about seven. I have about yeah. What did I say? Eight to nine. Yeah. Snowed so, under again. Right. And it just happened overnight. So um, that's great. That just means people heard that and are, are responding to it. So that's yeah. great. So yeah. Uh, you want to read a little bit of this here? I surely will. Okay. I surely will. And don't call me Sally. All right. Uh, this is from Brian, you said? Uh, yeah. Okay, awesome. All right, Brian. Uh, Brian says, I didn't know what Lord of the Rings was until the movies came out when I was 12. My viewing experience for them was incredibly unique. I was excited to see the film after seeing the trailers, and my older brother's excitement was infectious. He worked at the movie theater. Back then, they were, uh, they were all still film projectors, and the employees had to check the print, i.e., watch the film. 
So they would wait until after midnight and watch the film. This was before midnight showings became a thing. I remember that. Mm -hmm. My brother got me into the empty theater, and he, his friends, and I checked the print of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. That is a cool... I've not heard that one yet. That's really cool. That's amazing. There was uh, then 10 of us in the theater. At 3 a.m. when the film finished, I was absolutely blown away. My brain could not comprehend what I had just seen, nor how I was going to explain it to my friends in the morning at school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, morning. All of us uh, who saw it were in kind of a trance and found ourselves at a Denny's discussing... Dude, this sounds like Waffle House for you. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, At a Denny's discussing the film a half hour later. Only one of us had read the books and he was peppered with questions as to where the story was going. I think so many people, especially like kind of our age, that's how they were introduced to it. In the same way Brian was, in the same way we were like, well, I guess you read The Hobbit before the films, but the films were my introduction. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's amazing, uh, you know, how that got people into yeah, there, there was like a couple ways. When you look back, I've heard people talk about that. I don't know not to take away here, but like no, no. the history of the waves in which this has become yeah. popular, gone away, come yep. back yep. again. Yep. Uh, and it's kind of come in phases. And sometimes the release of those histories have brought it back. So Christopher working uh, for his father and, and, and gathering that material for us yep. um, has brought some, yep. you know, and the some show, of the life back. The show's going to do the same the thing. The show will do the same thing. Yep. Yeah, so it is what it is. So I, I, I just got, I had a librarian who handed the Hobbit to me in sixth grade. And so that's a magical uh, moment. It was cool. But yeah. I was here. At, it was at what point, uh, at one point we asked him how Frodo was going to destroy the ring. He looked at us for a moment, a strange smile on his face <laughs> and uttered two words as he chuckled. He doesn't <laughs> knowing I wasn't going to get the answer from him or the movies for two years. I started reading the books immediately. Thank God for that friend, yeah. Brian, right? Yeah. That was amazing. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. The next day at school, yes, I didn't go to bed until 4 or 5 a.m. And yes, I went to school on time at 8 a.m. Nice. I looked around the classroom knowing this was going to be the last normal day for a while as none of my classmates uh, knew what they were in for that weekend when their parents took them to see Fellowship. He was kind of, yeah, marveling that the Absolutely. world was about to change the classroom anyway. Yep. I felt like I was the only one who knew that by Monday the sky was going to have fallen and I didn't know how to warn them. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, yeah. that's what a great way to put that. I could not have been more right. By the time Monday came around, everyone was talking about Fellowship. That Christmas break was one of the greatest in memory as I spent most of it either reading or uh, fellowship or watching it again in theaters. Yeah. Over the next four months, I read the books and finally found my answer. Nice. A year later at midnight, it was amazing to sit down in a packed sold out theater as the lights went out to the, as the lights went out, the crowd ro- roared as if they were at a rock concert mm-hmm. and our minds were once again blown away by the two towers. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to read my story. And I hope you guys keep up the great work. Rereading these books makes me feel like a kid again. Yeah. Brian, you're not alone. Uh, P.S. Have you thought about doing a Lord of the Rings podcast? It's crossed our mind, Brian. Maybe one of these days yeah, we'll get we'll into get, it. We'll just, Brian, that was that was an incredible story, dude. That is just really like cool. all of them. I mean, yeah. I think he's uh, catches the idea. Like you're you're you know the world's about to change. Yeah, the classrooms did change. Yeah, the books were flooded. Yeah, yeah. you know uh, he's a great storyteller. Too. Great storyteller. That was an um, amazing way to. to yeah, know, I mean that's give a, us a count. And how how what an experience to be able to preview it. Right, I, I'm kind of jealous of that. I'm like, jealous that is, too. That that's is, awesome. That is something, and then, yeah. and then to see that and go, whoa. whoa, you know, like this is mind blowing. Yeah. Um. So, and again, I've talked a lot about this with uh, with different things that I that I work on, um, in different projects that I'm in. But like each generation has their own way in which they come into things, sure. their their own medium and, yeah. and stuff. And so, um, I think it's great. You know, great stories are retold over and over and over yeah. again. Right. 
yeah absolutely different uh in different ways so that was great so yeah we'll we'll keep plodding through those uh those bywater post letters uh, mm-hmm. again we're snowed under we love it it's yeah, great being snowed we under we like the snow we do so do some strawberries with cream as yeah and if you don't mind i think i uh, i wrote this one so i think can, you should read it can i take a little cra- okay you did a great i think you're gonna have to start passing this off to you more often you did no, a great I just job in the moment here um okay so in this chapter bilbo has a buddy to help him write his song that's got us thinking, if you could choose anyone in Middle-earth to help you write your song, who would it be? Okay. Yeah. So do I go first this time? Yeah, you go first. Because you usually go first. You know, it's wow. funny. Hold on. I actually wrote the question and I didn't even think of the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, who would I have help me write my song? Yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to take, uh, uh, I'm still riding this wave from meeting Billy. Mm-hmm. Going with Pippin. Yeah, I like humor. I like uh, I like craziness. I like maybe not always being understood. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I like that. That's just kind of how I am. I feel like I relate to Pippin that way. I think if we were two hobbits, you'd be Mary and I'd be Pippin. Kind of a deal. <laughs> I'm gonna sing a song with Pippin. We know Billy's got a great voice, so Absolutely. he's gonna carry it that way. And uh, I think we come up with some some really creative, not nearly as deep as you know Bilbo and the Dunedan, but. Uh, not far off, I don't think. Yeah. I no. think they'd, they'd be playing it. The Hobbits would be going to the record store going, oh, can I get a little bit? Can I, can I, can I, can I? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Here it oh, is. It's number man. one, top of the charts. Gosh, that's awesome. If you, Ezra, yeah. had to pick someone to uh, to craft a song with. This is tough. This is it tough. It is tough. Smog? Because, would you pick Smog? It'd be on fire. Oh, my gosh. It'd be on fire, <laughs> you dog. Okay. Too hot? Yeah. Drop it like it's hot? Yeah. Um, let me think. Smog dog. I think I would uh, like my, my top uh, contenders. Yeah. Tom Bombadil. Oh, dang! That's one man. of my top ones. Um, I would say Bilbo. Bilbo himself, right? Okay. Uh, Aragorn, right? Um, I'm trying to think of other good. Of, and then here's the one I might go with because it's more my style. Sam. I thought you were gonna say Shadow Facts. Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam would be. Dude, right? that'd be a good pairing, you I, two. Do, do you, you see how his mind works? And like, yeah. and, and, uh, I wish, uh, like, I want to go back to his song at some point when we yeah. when we work on some of our songs this yeah. summer. Uh, it, it just such a good uh, earthy style, you know. And he's it's, a, it's he's, very different. I like he's it. not braggadocious about it. Yeah, he's he's a humble right, uh, right songwriter, almost to the point of being feeling kind of embarrassed and shy. Yeah, yeah, it so. makes you want more. He makes you want more. Absolutely. Good um, one, man. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's uh, time to share the load. Um, we mentioned this earlier at the at the top of the show. Yeah. We have uh, t-shirts, merch. We've got um, a couple things every you know uh, June. So this June, if you sign up, we've got a couple things that we're working on uh, sending you guys here. Um, we'll wait till the end of June just to kind of see who all is interested. And uh, you know, but uh, if if you sign up anytime, actually, as soon as you sign up, whether whether it's uh, June, July, August, September doesn't matter. As soon as you sign up. Um, you know, uh, after 30 days, I'll send you a shirt, um, you know, and so you guys just kind of get a shirt to support you when you're supporting the podcast, which we appreciate. And we're gonna send you a t-shirt, um, that we hope you think is kind of cool. Um, we have a lot more ideas for t-shirts. We've, uh, the slogan yeah. master over here who just keeps coming up with names <laughs> uh, for the pot, for the podcast that we'll do. Talk about someday. our one, the over there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, um, you know, so anyways, uh, yeah, just that's just a way for you guys to hop on there. We mm-hmm. have a There and Back Again series. We have the appendices, which is just kind of goofy. Uh, you know, we uh, we apologize for that sometimes. It's 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 hilarious, but it's also just weird. It's just weird. It's not hilarious. We're doing it's one now, weird. right? 
Yeah, we're right now. We're in right like, after this. No, we're in it. No, right now. this is this part is one of the appendices. Yeah, that's right. right. Starting that's right. now. That's right. Um, and then we're also introducing this summer um, our Hobbit's Guide, you know, uh, to Middle Earth history. So it's just basically our own little, you know, couple of hobbits who don't know much uh, diving into it, you know, and kind of yeah. in a non-threatening way. So if you guys want uh, any of that action, uh, something extra, definitely go check that out. So, all right. Um, and you can find us at, uh, it's uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash up talking Tolkien. And obviously that works for all of our Instagram and Facebook as well. <laughs> That's right. Which, by the way, a mistake that I made with Billy Boyd, I uh, wrote that down and uh, on his board uh, at first instead of the an unexpected podcast. Yeah. So that's why I went back. I was like, "Gosh, dang it, Billy's not gonna be able to find. I mean, not gonna be able to find us." So I went back and gave him all that. We do have too many names. That's a problem. That's I, I know others who have that same problem. Yeah. Uh, in our story. Uh, sorry, I was just kind of messaging uh, Tammy Lane there. Excuse me. Oh, no big deal. Uh, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it time for weekly well wishes, formerly Fortnite farewells? Yes, I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Okay. Well, that's uh, sort of sort of sad, sort of unfortunate. Uh, we never like parting ways. Uh, should we should we talk about like the potential that this next chapter as might be broken into two yes. parts? Okay. So um, we we did what we will rarely will we do this because we know that it kind of can throw things off. Uh, but the Council of Elrond is is so big, and you guys know, Lynn and I take our. our <laughs> We take a while, uh, and, and you know it is what it is. But uh, we love it. We're doing it. We're passionate about it. And well, you guys deserve every, the best, and we want to give you yeah, our best. Every so. line matters, and we really like to pull it apart. So we will take our time with the council. We're going to divide it into two parts. So um, and now that we're doing the weekly show, it won't be as as much of a nah, burden to kind of do right. that. So. That's right. So we'll get that in two parts. So we want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next chapter, we'll be digging deep into chapter 14 or chapter two of book two, The Council of Elrond, part one. Whoa, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. All righty. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. We'll see you in a week. And remember, Frodo lives. You did a great job. You were awesome, man. Oh, Dad, you killed me. I'm sitting here laughing. I'm trying not to laugh. You were awesome. You were awesome. Uh, did I pronounce some of the words wrong? No. Well, you almost butchered the Shire. <laughs> you almost butchered the Shire. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.